Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome, everyone, to the Cultaholic Classic Watch Along. Ooh, ooh, don't you mean review, Valerie? No, no, I don't, actually, Belinda, so you shut up. We normally <laughs> gather this time on a Wednesday to watch old episodes of Monday Night Raw. We're hopping the Pro powered DeLorean and go back to the 90s. On this occasion, for only the second time in history, we are going to watch an entire pay-per-view from the era. In every single minute detail will be discussed. Who be we? Well, I be fake Geordie and radio presenter Tom Campbell. I be with the bear in the big blue bar cage, the head pen occultaholic who has no pencils because he gets it right every time. Valerie, we've told you. There's Justin Henry in America. How you doing there, sleepyhead? Oh, I'm all, I'm all right now. It's it's currently two minutes to midnight. Um, two minutes to midnight. Oh, that's the the... Never mind, go ahead. <laughs> no, this is the show. You're just going to sing that. Um, I'm just singing Iron Maiden for three hours. I stayed up late last night watching uh, Elimination Chamber, of the, the Ballad of Kofi Kingston, as it will now be known. Um, mm -hmm. Also stayed up late on Saturday uh, on the way back from a, a wrestling show where I watched uh, a man get put through a table on fire. So that was nice. Uh, so it does sound nice. It was a good time. So third sleepy night in a row. But hey, Justin, look, is me and you banging on like old washerwomen? We have company tonight and we've not even introduced them. Uh, yes, joining us for this particular episode of the Cultaholic Classic Watch Along is our good friend uh, Sydney Zumowitz, who is the, one of the moderators on the Cultaholic Discord. She joined us once before for the July 5th episode of Raw Review, and she had quite a good time, even though she doesn't really understand very much of this era. She, she, she can't really comprehend wrestling into this form, so obviously, rather than have her watch an hour-long show, we're going to have her watch a three-hour one, just for format <laughs> purposes. Oh, joy. I... <laughs> Sydney, it is lovely, an honor and a privilege to have you with us tonight. It's very, very nice to be here. Uh, finished my classes and was like, all right, just going to get myself a little bit of food beforehand, and now I'm ready to go. 
Incidentally, um, what have we had food slash snack wise ahead of this? Because this is a very important part of putting together a pay per view. That's true. I have here a big family sized thing of peanut butter M and M's and a can of Monster. Excellent, Sydney. I had uh, one very big uh, piece of pizza. I'm going to have some Skittles and maybe a Diet Coke. Excellent. I have a coffee in a Greg's thermos. If you're English, you'll know that. And uh, I have uh, a mug shot to have whilst we go along because I'm on a diet. And it's like a dried pasta type thing that you put hot water in. Altogether, just like the Matt Riddle diet. <laughs> Soon we'll be walking around with no shoes on. And talking about how bad the main roster is compared to NXT. I already don't have shoes on, so I'm oh. getting there. Okay, so we're away. You are officially right, the Matt Riddle of this from now on, Sydney. Fun. Congratulations. Sydney, you weren't even alive when this happened, were you? Nope, I was six years away from being born see you not barely even a twinkle in the Zumberwitz eye at this point this is ridiculous <laughs> although geographically this show is actually very convenient from her her being a michiganite michigan you mean michigander that's what we call ourselves michigander oh, oh sorry miss proper <laughs> i like the phrase michigander <laughs> it's fun I like that what would you be just michigander got it um, besides an asshole. Besides um, an asshole. Yes, uh, I guess, I guess a Jerseyite. Jersey I call out. him a Jersey boy. Jersey boy. Okay. Were you in Frankie okay Valley in the Four Seasons? <laughs> no, but I have old relatives who like them, so oh, that's kind of like a Jersey standard. That's exciting. I love that play. I love that musical. <laughs> right, so here's how a watch-along works, okay, so... In, in a few seconds, myself, Sydney, and Justin are going to hit play on SummerSlam 1993 from the WWE Network. You hit play at the same time, and it's basically like a fake Geordie, uh, a writer from America, and somebody who's not even born doing commentary on the show. What a head-scratcher that is. Because if three people are qualified to comment on this show, it is precisely those three categories. Exactly. Exactly, those three. So, um, eyes down, everybody. Do we have the WWE Network ready to go on our sure respective do. devices? Yepers. Excellent. And we invite you, listening with your ears, to hit play in three, two, one. Hey, it's the bus. Yeah, you say what you want for, for, for Kofi Kingston. Like... Okay, now he is beloved. He never had a bus. That is true. I mean, he did come out on a magic carpet once. He did. Guess you're right. <clears throat> and he did fall out of a cereal box. This is the end of the... Le no, I love this bit, because Lex Express, the Le Lex Luger at this point, looks fed up. <laughs> he looks miserable getting off that bus. A wee bit agitated. Oh, God, I missed the song. I saw, I, I, saw, I saw a fan like pat him and be like, yeah, man. And he just looks like, ugh. Get away no, from it's... me. Alice <laughs> of Auburn Hills. Now I know how the Partridge family feels. Oh, look at them flags. Oh, this is going to be so American, isn't it? This is going to be Mama's apple pie. Oh, yes. Uh, this is back when we really loud. hated Japan. And by, by really hated Japan, I mean the, the war had been over for 48 years. 
and they were making all of our cars and electronics. So obviously we were still at war with them. Sorry, Justin, I can't hear you because Bobby Heenan's jacket is so loud. <laughs> it, it is shimmery, isn't it? I want that jacket. Tom, that's what you need. I need that, that jacket. I'm doing more ring announcing uh, stuff in 2019. I need to wear that jacket when I do it. I need you a picture this... of that then. <laughs> if I get that jacket, Sydney, you'll be the first person I send a picture of. Yes. You should wear that uh, Bobby's Bobby Heenan Super WrestleMania 3, the, the all-white suit, when he thought Andre was going to win the belt. Oh, that was, that was a thing of beauty, that suit. Oh, Bobby that had was. good taste in suit jackets. And speaking of white suits. Oh, look at this lad. That's a rip-off suit if I've ever saw it. Not as in like it's a, it's it's cheap, but like it looks like he's going to pull it and it's all going to come away in one swoop. So this is the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase versus Razor Ramon. A little fact here, this is DiBiase's last WWE match. Aww. Mm. He would he would go to Japan, team with Stan, Han Stan Hansen in all Japan, but then bow out with neck injury some some point in October, November, and then retire shortly after. So this is the, the end of a six-year run for the Million Dollar Man as a top-tier WWE wrestler. Great manager too. Yeah, he always had a charm to him. Always a great speaker. He was one of the best technicians ever, though. He had great timing. Could sell his ass off. Tom was totally right, though. He just like pulled each piece off. Yeah, there you so go. Easily. Ted DiBiase <laughs> is basically a very rich strippergram. Oh, that's how he made his money. <laughs> <laughs> we watched the Friends episode tonight before we recorded this. We watched the Me and the Good Lady. We watched the Friends episode with Danny DeVito in. Ah, Frank Reynolds. <laughs> Where he's the cop. It's excellent. He's the stripping cop. It's it's wonderful. Because <laughs> I'm watching Friends for the first that. time, and it's so. And as soon as the door opened and Danny DeVito came through, I was like, that is incredible. Danny DeVito is in Friends. Yeah. Miss Mark. Small coincidence, last night when I was writing the post-elimination chamber uh, review, the TV had uh, – some local channel had Fool's Rush In on, which is a 1997 movie with uh, Matthew Perry, and I kept it on on mute because Selma Hayek was in it. And Selma Yo, Hayek Matthew is, uh, Perry eight. disturbing your, <laughs> your vibe with his voice. No, but Selma Hayek from the – well, from any era really is uh, – it's always a treat. Friends, all the Friends cast made that real screw you money. They didn't need, oh, yeah. they don't need to do anything ever again. So they just sort of cherry pick random stuff they like. Oh, of course. So what do you think of Razor's magenta outfit here? Actually, yeah, we should talk about the wrestling, really, shouldn't we? Sydney, <laughs> stop talking about other things. I'm so sorry. You should be. See, I'll tell you what, um, before we get to the magenta outfit, Sydney, give us. Three fun facts about the location of SummerSlam slash your hometown. Um, there's not a lot of fun facts about Michigan. <laughs> um, She's right. That is factual. <laughs> um, but the Palace of Auburn Hills um, is where uh, the Detroit Pistons play. And uh, I once went there for a Harlem Globetrotters game, which was very entertaining. <laughs> wow, I love the Harlem Globetrotters. How can and you not? when I learned about this pay-per-view taking place here, it was the first time I realized that wrestling events were held here. 
Not only that, but it, but a TNA show was held here in 2010. Oh, wow. I think Slammiversary, actually. Well, that's insane. Of course, nobody showed up on a bus, but... <laughs> that, and that, then also... That's sad. <laughs> And also, one you said for three, so one more. Uh, Michigan is apparently the lighthouse state. Why? There's no body. Well, okay, there's lakes, but I mean, geez, there's no yeah, oceans. I mean, pretty much any time you drive through Michigan, but you don't like stop anywhere, you will see a lighthouse. Oh, okay, random. How about that? So yeah, hot pink for Razor tonight. Indeed, he's like fabulous. It. He is very fab, isn't he? Well, the red and yellow were a very big early '90s neon sort of look. It's, mm -hmm. it's very timely. This does really feel like the, the sort of the, the final embers of the old WWF taking on the new generation. Like Ted DiBiase was such a staple of sort of late 80s, early 90s, and Razor is very much seen at this mm -hmm. point as the future of the company. Well, that's kind of a feeling for this whole show. You look at the uh, what the what the four big advertised matches were, you know, with uh, Yoko versus Luger, Brett Lawler, Taker Gonzalez, and Sean Imperfect. Like, five of those eight guys didn't even wrestle on last year's SummerSlam. It's the new generation, baby. Not quite yet. <laughs> Although, we, we, yeah, yeah, there. we haven't called it that yet, have we? It's not new generation by name yet. This is kind of sort of in the way that the Attitude mm -hmm. Era didn't begin in '97, but you could see yeah. the you could you could see the lines being drawn together, the dots being connected. This is more like ruthless aggression post Attitude. Like the great eras are over, and now we're kind of just trying to find our feet again. We need a name for this sort of middle era. Between the golden about, era and the new generation era. How about the apathy era? The apathy era. <laughs> <laughs> WWF apathy. <laughs> get it? Get it? Don't uh, get it. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> don't care about it? We have officially coined this the apathy era. <laughs> Shout to referee Jim Corderas, who is uh, one of the premier people who will argue with trolls on Twitter. I don't follow Jimmy on Twitter, but does he does he like a good little rook with the trolls? He tweets more than I do, and I tweet a lot. He does tweet a lot. And by he does, I mean Justin. Okay. Well, Justin, well, you were tweeting all through Elimination. Well, you you tweet every pay-per-view. It's always fun to see. Cause it's, it's funny because you'll report the facts, but every so often I can see Justin pushing through the facts. <laughs> that That is a... Uh... Are you saying I'm the antithesis of facts? You're the anti-fact. Mm -hmm. in, in the domain between fact and fiction, there I lie. I'd like to applaud Ted DiBiase on this really, really fun headlock. Because obviously it's just a rest hold. It's a let's have a chat and remember what we're doing hold. But it really like looks like it's an intense move. He was very yeah, good at that. He's trying to put razor on his face so we can get more leverage around the throat and over the carotid artery, and like like he's he's actually showing some aggression trying to wear him down. But really, it's just a rest hold where they can just have a chat about what's occurring, and but they but he, but even something like this, he makes look excellent. Did you see razor's eyes there? I mean, either he's selling really well, or Debas really is pushing on that carotid artery. <laughs> <laughs> 
like a little bit lighter, a little bit lighter. That's good. I like how Jimmy was checking both arms so we could get the Razor Ramon arms out pose. He should have done the double thumb right there while in the hole while, while, while powering up. Oh, that'd have been amazing. Oh, the old kitchen sinker. What's Cordero's upset by him with the knee to the gut? That's legal. I love the Americana banners and drapes over some of the, oh, this some is, parts of the guardrail. This is so American, guys. It really hurts. Like <laughs> this, is, this is like I don't think SummerSlam '92 was this was was that British. I might be wrong. You I had think it was. Days. It was in Wembley, obviously Wembley. <laughs> but because that's what you chant when you're in Wembley. You just chant Wembley. Um, but you had two big. But you had two big stars there. You had Lennox Lewis and and a kid who wanted Bulldog to win whether he wanted to or not. <laughs> we, we had a main event, the British, British Bulldog going, Brett, mate, I've forgotten everything we're doing. <laughs> and Brett, Brett's like, ah, I thought this would happen and carried him the entire way. That's And Sydney, I don't know how, whether you know, that's true, that Bulldog got into the middle of the ring. The main event of SummerSlam 92, first WWF pay-per-view in the UK, and Bulldog just the first lock-up and goes, Brett, I've forgotten everything, mate. I think I've heard about it, but I've never actually seen the match, I don't think. It's a great match, and it's all down to Brett. It's all down to Brett. Cause I, I, the, uh -huh. the, the rumor is, the rumor is, and you shouldn't speak ill of the dead, but Bulldog on quite a lot of drugs. That's the rumor. Mm. <laughs> if you're running away, call Brett the. Wouldn't be surprised, honestly. If you if you're running away, call Brett the best there is, the best there wasn't, the best there ever will be. Just watch that match. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Speak ill of me, countryman, but it's true. Why I bash Americans all the time. Ooh, Subji Bassi pays for it. Hit the head was on the first East. wrestler to take the buckle pad off? That would be Seamus McBundy from 1874. <laughs> <laughs> Always Answers a bad on a name in this move. Razor's Edge is dead impressive. Oh, that was Razor's Edge, okay. Dead <laughs> impressive. It, it, it looked a bit sloppy, but it was all right. It, it did look sloppy, but everyone was cheering, so maybe it wasn't sloppy. Maybe it's <laughs> me being picky. No, 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 no. He, as time went on, he did make that look smoother. But this is still uh, at okay. a period where it's... And if it's somebody that's either the same size as him or slightly bigger, it's a bit clunky to get that in place. Yeah. Well, keep in mind, he's a, maybe he's being a little bit uh, careful with DiBiase that he's a little bit of an older man with a bad neck. Mm -hmm. As opposed to some expendable jobber that's going to get his... Like, who cares? He's getting his 50 bucks in the hot dog. Oh, God, yeah. We'll see some people take that razor's edge over the next few years, and you think, how are they now, not dead? Now, oh, God. Oh, God, Todd Pettengill. Talking oh. to more fans. That one woman has, like... Is she, is she just incredibly tanned? Yes, this would be the mother and the sister of the Steiner brothers. Oh, okay, so she's incredibly tanned. <laughs> it was a funny spot here. Let me listen for it. Yeah, like, get the hell away from me. <laughs> Todd, don't put your arm around Scott Steiner's sister ever. <laughs> she, she, she called Rick Steiner Rob by accent because that's his real name. <gasps> oh, How dare you? Excellent. Big shout to that guy in the back with the glasses. Yeah. 
Was that Kane? Oh, goodness, hi. Was that Kane? Well, 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 hang on. Well, I was a bit confused. What happened to Cornette? Uh, Bob Armstrong beat his ass in Smoky Mountain. Okay. <laughs> and, he, and he's selling it here. Because he, he's a goddamn pro. That's commitment, that is. Uh, Who are these men? The heavenly bodies. The heavenly bodies. Dr. The Tom Pritchard at the front, who is the brother <laughs> of Bruce Pritchard. Ah. The father-in-law no. of the Bellas. <laughs> no, that's the Johnny Ace. Oh, it is, isn't it? <laughs> yes. How do you choose those two? John Who's Larin the other Tyron. guy? I was thinking of John Laryngitis, wasn't I? And the man here is... Laryngitis? Is the <laughs> John Laryngitis. You know, because he talks like this. Because he talks like, like that. Super People power. Like, I actually like love that. I'm going to call him that now. Please, please keep that, by all means. John Laryngitis. People power. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Tom Pritchard is the brother of Bruce Pritchard, who was brother love and uh, obviously best friend of Conrad. Yes. And the other one here is, is the gigolo Jimmy Del Rey, who passed away in 2014. Okay. They're like the revival with some more high spots. Mm. That should be fun. And here comes the Statesman. Oh, hey, they're wearing Michigan jerseys. Well, not jerseys, but... <laughs> uh, Letterman jackets. Yeah. Well, they went to the school, so... That's cool. Of course, you being from Michigan State, you should probably hate them. I mean, I should, but I don't care about sports. <laughs> so they they're let off. And plus, my whole family are Michigan fans, so it's almost like I, quote unquote, betrayed them by going here. Okay, but, I got you. But really, I told them I was like, I don't care about the sports. I'll still cheer for Michigan. I don't care. I'm a I'll go yay whoever everyone's cheering for. There we go. How the old back jumper? Del Ray's a stocky fella, isn't he? Like he's just thick in the middle. He is, but he's very agile. You don't get many wrestlers these days who just like who are just thick and barrel chested. You need more of those. I like you just. There was a period where like everybody was just like barrel chested, cigar chomping, like Ooh. grapplers. Nice. What a what a flapjack, Drop around his head. Would like to point out as well. Um, that uh, Sydney, this is the height of Scott Steiner turning into Dave Meltzer. Yes. What? He looks like Dave Meltzer for some reason. We think it might be some sort of quantum leap type scenario. Okay. Oh, unintentional stink face. I can't imagine uh, Scott doing cool. Dave. Yeah, I can imagine Dave doing these Scott Steiner promos. Well, you see, um, I guess I'm a genetic freak, <laughs> and. And at, at best, you have a 75% chance of being I feel like, Justin, we don't do enough of the fact that you can do an impression of most wrestling pundits and commentators. It's true. <laughs> Listen, well, I okay, my... I, I got to say this, because freaking, we, we talk, like, almost every day, and, like, every time he does at least one impression, sometimes more, and it always blows my mind how on point they are. Although he said I had a pretty good Taz impression. It wasn't bad, actually. Come on, Sydney, do it. I don't remember. <laughs> well, you ha you've got two and a half hours to remember. <laughs> I do. I'll figure it out. <laughs> it's a real rocket buster here. <laughs> oh, no, don't call. No, don't. 
<laughs> etc. Oh, this Taz is right on the tomato. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. So like, so like, I I know this is kind of Oof. like me being in the present and stuff, but I do have to say this just because I know you guys don't watch Being the Elite. Um, but uh, yeah, Scott Steiner was on it. Was he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <gasps> Incredible. Joey Janela was like, bad boy Joey Janela was like about to do something, and then Penelope Fo- Penelope Ford came in and said, "This is so stupid what you're doing, and I you you've changed, and I don't like this." So I found a new man, and then Scott Steiner comes in. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Steiner has very much embraced his place in the wrestling landscape these days as a bit of a meme. For sure. Oh, yes, it's uh, he he's just perpetually entertaining no matter what he does. But he's just quite happy to just turn up, interview. just be a bit of a pervert, talk some nonsense, and leave. But now he's very aware that that's his shtick, and I like the fact that he is the embodiment of a living, walking wrestling meme. And Cornette having a little spaz out there. Cornette's actually, like you know, top marks to Cornette in this match. He's been excellent. Yeah. I think Cornette actually wore the neck brace on Regis and Kathy Lee earlier that morning. They had to do an appearance with Yoko. <laughs> so he's selling his he, injury from... He he's sells hard for them. Different... Oh, yeah, he's, he's tr- tremendously old school. Although, although he would never wear it as well as Joel Gertner, who had a <laughs> neck brace on for so long that he started wearing a bow tie around it. Yes. That neck never healed. Scott tearing up the bodies here. Shout out to uh, oh, Chad, I love that move. Uh, Austin's nice. co That was really cool. Um, but shout out to uh, Aust- uh, Ch- Austin's co-host, Chad, uh, who did an entire episode where he was there, quote-unquote, with Jim Cornette. And mm-hmm. now almost every episode, he does an impression of Jim Cornette. <laughs> he even did it last week. I'll tell you there's a great Lance, or, impression of Cornette is Lance Storm. Ooh! I didn't even see what happened. Good job, Kevin. Done. Flipping sense on, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. I think so. Yeah, Delray was agile for a guy who's a little bit abnormally shaped for... For a stocky fella, he moves. He sure does. He was very nimble. Like Pete Dunne is quite stocky. And that guy can move. Mm-hmm. Can, o- can Otis do his... Uh, what is, why are you doing that? Because he's the gigolo. Yes, okay. he's a ladies' man. Because it's ironic. All the ladies love him and all that. No, they don't. Oh, Rock stole that from Jimmy Del Rey. Oh, wow. Del Rey was the original people's champion. I'm actually re- being reminded how good Jimmy Del Rey was. John Eiley, if you're listening to this... Can you please make a, a Scorpion King poster with Jimmy Del Rey on it? John. He said he would. There you go. Okay, John. <laughs> Photoshop King John. Crack on with that. <laughs> Instead of the rockets, Del Rey. Del, Del, Del Rock. Rey says, <laughs> Del Rey says. Del Rock. Del Rock says. Know your role. He jiggles a bit. And, and then I want a picture of, of, of Del Rey in, in that. Fast and the Furious movie that rocks in. What's it called? Calvin and Hobbes? That one. <laughs> the movie's not the... even out yet. <laughs> he has the rock plays Calvin Ball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm carrying a stuffed tiger with him. I, 
was convinced it was called Calvin oh. and Hobbes, and I went, "No, that's a different thing." Yeah, that's it's a, a much different strip. <laughs> a great I now call too. it Calvin and Hobbes just for the lulls. Dot Ray's carrying this match. He's he's all over the place, but in a good way. Tom Pritchard in was it two years from now? I've just it's just I've just realised he would shave all that lovely hair off. Yes, he would become Zip of the Body Donnas, which is a great ring name, Zip. I think you know you're going places. You'd have to really sell that to him. I guess it's either that or no job. Oh yeah, because Smoky Mountain was gone by that point. Ooh, that was bad of you, bad boy. Mm. Well, Cornette's uh, had a little history with the Steiners. They faced mm. the mid. Midnight's before. I, I gotta say, for the bodies, trying to follow the Midnight Express, like any incarnation of the group, is uh, is difficult. But they did pretty damn well on their own. Because they weren't trying to be the Midnight Express. They weren't one of the reboots of the Midnight Express. They were their well, own well, thing. No. Well, actually, when the team first started up, uh, Delray replaced Stan Lane on the team. It was Lane and Pritchard originally. Oh, oh gosh. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> shut up. <laughs> There was actually a match at, uh, it, it was Super Brawl uh, 3 earlier that year. The, they actually had a Smoky Mountain match on the show that Bill Watts put on there. It was the bodies with Cornette and Bobby Eaton in their corner against the Rock and Roll Express. And it was uh, it was quite excellent. But yeah, Tom, that's that's me throughout this whole thing. Just shut up. Don't say anything. Don't make any need of yourself. <laughs> You're doing just fine. fine. I wouldn't worry about it. You're forgiven because you weren't alive at this point. The fact that you, yeah. you, you, you're rolling with it is great. Don't worry about it. Right, Tom, right, Tom should know better. I should you know, know he better. Wasn't watching, <laughs> I Tom was, know how old was I at this point? I was nine, nine. at this point, so I should have known better. <laughs> I, should have eaten le- I should have eaten less plasticine. Oof. Jesus. <laughs> it explains a lot now, knowing that, hearing that now. I should have eaten less crayons. <laughs> I'd have been fine. <laughs> yeah. Rick now in the Shane McMahon role of cleaning house. Uh, Justin, was my introduction to Tom Pritchard, did I have an introduction to him before this? I feel like you mentioned him. I may have mentioned him, but I'm, I may have mentioned him, but I, I, I don't know if you've seen him or not. It's, have you met him personally? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that personally. <laughs> oh, down goes. Oh, oh, that. that was pretty awesome. The old catch and twist. Rampage Brown is oh, the king of those. Oh, that was clever. How did Shenanigans. He was looking away. Because <laughs> you know when they look away, that means that they can't see anything that's going on. I'm going to pretend that Rick Nair's selling the tennis racket by kicking me out of it. Was WWE's way of saying the hell with the U.S. Open, which is taking Raw's time slot for the next two weeks? <laughs> see, you could have you could have had some fun. Reference in the U.S. Open with with Jim Cornette there. Oh, that was oh, nice. Crap. That is one hell of a moonsault. Even if he did miss. Oh no, he hit somebody. Here we go. Oh god. Kind of landed on his head there. That'll do it. That was a nice little Yay. match. Frankensteiner. I heard somebody asked him at an independent show why he was in a match with Nick Gage, if he could still do that, and he yelled something very unsavory to them. Like, I did it to your mother or something. Ooh. I can believe that. Michigan That's really believable. 
So obviously this isn't football. <laughs> That's funny. Well, because Ohio State kind of beat them up in the uh, in the rivalry game back in November. They beat them up yeah. badly too. I mean, MSU lost uh, the 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 um, I believe it was the women's team uh, lost to. I'm trying to remember. We the men's team beat Ohio State, but the women's team lost to Nebraska later in the day. Mm. Oh God, it's Joe Fowler. Who is? Oh God, don't this? point at me. He looks like a scarecrow. Please don't point at me. <laughs> he, he looks like a scarecrow brought to life. Like what? Okay. Uh, hey, 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 Tom. Yes. Allow me to explain. This is the man who is replacing Mean Gene Okerlund. Oh no! Oh, no. He would last <laughs> until November. The last until November. He would be he would he'd be swept swept into the dustbin of history, and to this day he still appears on infomercials for various like, like cookware products and stuff. He's gained like eighty pounds, and it was like maybe like, maybe like a year ago. I stopped at somebody's for lunch. They had a TV on. He was selling some pressure cooker thing, and I'm like. That can't be him. Oh man! He's interested in Joe Fowler. I'm like, oh my god, I remember him now. We've all got we've all got bills to pay, I suppose. Oh yes, but he was a uh, he was not good at his job here. He was not a fit. Shut up! I'm gonna yell as loud as possible, and then that means you have no choice but to listen to me. Here's some wrestling. I know what I'm doing. Oh dear, that's a shame. Bad, bad time to try to take a drink. I read this in my cat Weinfurt's life while somebody ran it over. Gosh, he's bad. That's a shame. <laughs> so already our second title match of the evening. Now, Tom, remember on the preceding episodes of Raw, they built this matchup to be the Alpha and the Omega of Intercontinental Title Match. Yeah, really excited. Shawn Michaels, Mister Perfect. Like this feels like a, a can't miss prospect. Well, you have uh, you have you know Savage versus Steamboat from Mania Three. Mm-hmm. You have Bretton Bulldog from the previous SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Brett and Perfect from the one before that. Ooh. Um, see what else? Yes, Santana versus Valentine from '85 in the cage match. You got some. Oh, you have some. You have some stiff competition here. But so. it just feels like it feels like that the the stars are in line here. Shawn Michaels, not quite the complete package yet, but on the way. Mr. Perfect has a good track record. The IC belt's involved. It's the workers' belt. It all seems like all the pieces of the jigsaw should fit, but you've just told me for weeks and weeks and weeks, you've given me the, the vibe that this ain't gonna go the way that we huh. want it to go. Justin. Well, given the way they built... <laughs> well, given the way that they built this up, and given the, you know, the skill level of the two men involved in this match... You'd, you would think you could preemptively put down four stars and then just either add an asterisk afterwards or, for a five-star match or a percentage, quarter, half, or, th- or three-quarters, mm-hmm. right? Well, I'll let you be the judge and you tell me what you think of this match. Oh, God. It's going to be really now, I was told mean... about this match a couple nights ago. JR! Oh, wow. Radio WWF. They hire it. Gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> That is essentially what we do with the call to Holic Twitter on pay-per-view nights. 
Gosh, we are basically Radio WWF, but in the future. Yes, we're the we're the look back Radio WWF. That's amazing. I'd lo- I I re- I would love to think that Radio WWF was hosted just by two generic radio presenters. Okay, and it's, it's the perfect and Shawn Michaels coming up after we check the roads with Chopper Dave. Chopper Dave, it could, well, it's it could, there's a there's it a burned out bus that's blocking the freeway. It could have been worse. It could have been Penton Gill and Rob Bartlett. Oh, Jabez. Mind you, Todd's got got history in radio, like uh, as as a radio presenter by day like i'm a radio mm-hmm. geek so Tosh sure. shannon on wcbs that was the thing it, it they was were, and they were good market in new york but have you actually listened to the shows i have listened to todd and Sh- todd uh, scott and todd i prefer scott shannon in the morning now on wcbs uh, i understand all right so here Broadway we go Bill Lee will Perfect. always be my boy i'm just putting that out there okay so Sean already with a quick takedown. Okay, so already starting all right. Sean's got the hair got the... a bit like a dog. Already fine. It's the Billy Ray Cyrus mullet. Mr. Perfect has his super noodle hair. This is excellent. This is all mm. as it should be so far. Kevin all Nash right. in all leather, like a seven-foot dominatrix. You just think... They both mess with their hair. It's nice. This is fine. It's like a tr- it's like a Terminator Dominatrix, Kevin Kevin Nash in this role. Terminatrix. I, I think I, I think the I saw that on the top shelf of a video shop once. <laughs> I'm going to whip you. Take off your clothes, your boots, and and your motorcycle. And assume the position. <laughs> I'll be in the. So back. I've only seen I've only seen Terminator. I've never seen Matrix. <laughs> We weren't talking about the Matrix, we but okay. Talking about the Matrix. <laughs> well, I've so seen you call the Matrix. Terminatrix. No, no, oh, because the... it, cause it's a, it's a, it's a portmanteau of Dominatrix and Terminator. Oh, my bad. Terminatrix. Yes. My bad. Cut that Whoa, out. that left a mark. <laughs> so, Sean got have you seen this no boy? Choose the red pill, and you won't remember a thing. Choose the blue pill. Never, never mind. <laughs> I already made a fool of myself. It's okay. It's okay. That's what we're here for. Just laugh at each other. How am I doing every week? <laughs> okay. You're Pull it together, la- here, Campbell. Pull it. Campbell. I'm sorry. Okay. You... No, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at you, Sydney. I'm not laughing at you. That's the I'm idea. Laugh... Of it. I'm laughing at the concept of a of a Terminator porn film that features the line, "Have you seen this boy?" Oh God. <laughs> well, we got Shawn Michaels versus Mr. Perfect here. We 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 certainly do. And they've done nothing. This is a slow well, they've, murder. They've done some spots. Yeah, but yeah, like, a... it's literally like one spot, and then they stand and stare at each other. Yeah, it's okay. the Larry Zabisco Memorial Stall Fest. <laughs> I'm back in the room. Okay. Right. You, you okay there, buddy? I'm, I'm back. I'm back. Okay. This is slow. Yeah, I, I'm curious as to why this is slow. Is somebody hurt? Uh, 
it's possible. But this isn't quite what you're expecting, was it? No, I thought they'd just go like. Well, Sean, well, Sean countered the counter. That was we, we nearly clever. we nearly had it there. There you go, they're doing that. Ah, there we go. Here comes some things. Here comes some things. Nice. Rocker cell. Yield rocker cell. Which then became the Rikishi cell. Which is amazing that Kish can do that for a man his size. Okay, right. I've just. this. Okay, I'm just. I might be casting aspersions on one of these two men. Um, mm -hmm. Which of them is coming down from drugs? <laughs> which of them is I trying to put a match together on their own <laughs> well <clears throat> anything I'd say would be purely speculation and possibly uh, slander some innuendo rumor and innuendo yes you know so chat us up here you know rumor and innuendo says that one of them was pretty messed up during this match uh, so you know chat me up here which one was screwed up there Bruce well, I to... think both of them were. Never mind. <laughs> I I have to admit to the first impression, but I couldn't quite do it. All right, that was kind of cool. Incidentally, you tried for like a second though. Here we go. Here we go. They're starting now. They're starting now. I would have loved it if the pin just happened as soon as you said it's starting now. <laughs> it's starting now, <out> does. <laughs> and that's it. Thanks, thanks for coming, everybody. There's a gas main leak. The show's canceled. Bye, everybody. And now we've got an armbar. <laughs> Just randomly, let's just that's have a sit down no. again. We've, no, no, Tom, you're wrong. You're, that's hold for arm bar. <laughs> He's pulling into the Saskatchewan spinning nerve hold as we speak. Well, this There's is someone's a thing. drag racing outside my dorm. <laughs> that's more exciting than this match. <laughs> that's the fans going to the concession stand. <laughs> Like my break. <laughs> oh, here we go. They're moving now. They're moving. They've st oh, they stopped. Oh, oh, things, things. Okay, now, now it starts. Yeah, here he comes. Here he comes. Thank you so much for inviting me to this. My favorite part is just listening to Tom's reaction. I'm really willing for this to become a good match. Sean just pulled a gabbo there. Yeah, that'll hold a little SOBs. <laughs> They're all SOPs. Uh -oh. Here's your goddamn high spot. Oh, they've stopped again. Oh. There Ooh, we go. Big old kick in the face. There we go. This is still a transitional move for Shawn Michaels at this point, which does make yeah, me laugh. It's really the second jury. It doesn't have the oomph yet. It was Razor Ramon, wasn't it? It was Scott Hall that turned to him and said, just do that kick as a finisher. Yeah, Shawn was using a pile driver. He was using the teardrop suplex. At one juncture, really? he was even using a fisherman's buster for his finisher. Perfect he play. really struggled to find a finisher. And then Scott Hall one day just said, Hey, just just do that kick you do. Yeah, that blows my guy. mind. I thought I thought the sweet chin music was always his finisher. Oh, no, no, no. At this point, yeah. Sid, it's, a tra it's like a transitional move. You know, yes, like, hey. like, back in <laughs> like every major wrestler's finisher is for Shane McMahon. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> back in a... Uh... Back when he first turned heel, he would do the move as a setup. The guy would be taken down, and then he'd pull up and hit, and hit the teardrop suplex, which is just a hold the guy up, put your arms between his legs, lock your hands below his his nether regions there, and hoist him into a back suplex. That that was his finish. And eventually, to realize 
God damn, that kick's really good. Thanks for telling me, Razor. And it became mm. his move after that. Wow. And the guy's and the guy starts telling it like death rather than just fall down and hold your face. The more you know. And then it became Dolph Ziggler's move. Well, everyone did a super kick after that. I just realized that if you put Shawn Michaels and Dolph Ziggler to if you put Mr. Perfect and Shawn Michaels together, you do get Dolph Ziggler. And they both bump like him too. Yeah. I'm noticing every time Mr. Perfect has been thrown into the corner, he hasn't stayed up. Well, he's selling his back also. Oh, okay. Here's a cuss word. Oh, did he do a swear? Yeah, he yelled, God damn it. Oh, blimey. He did have some back problems, perfect. There was um, a pretty famous instance of him swearing on one of his old Coliseum video releases. It was him and Davy Boy Smith. Something tells me you might, you might recall this, Tom. Mm -hmm. If you don't, he, um, he did the test of strength knuckle lock thing. And Bulldog, like, 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 as soon as he flexed the arms and, and twisted Perfect's wrist, Perfect falls to his goes, Ah, you son of a bitch! Very loudly. <laughs> like, not even bleeped or anything. And then the Lord Alfred goes, Son of a gun, he called him. <laughs> well done, Alfred. You covered it. <laughs> That'll hold him. <laughs> Good job. Good job, Alfred. We'll never know. You called him a son anything. of a shellacking. <laughs> son of a female dog. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of rest holes in this match. A lot of resting. This is this is a this is a thing. This is this is. Here we go. Now that now they start. <laughs> now, How many times are you gonna say this in this match? Uh, until they start. <laughs> say it until they start. Oof! There we go. Right, big comeback, and then ten minutes of just. Ricochet Gargano. That's what we need now. Here we go. Here we go. They're off. Big kick. Okay. Away we go. Okay. Okay. Now it's picking up a little bit. It's... This is it. This is it now. This is going to be the pace for 10 minutes. It's Gargano Ricochet from 93. We've got this. Bang! Here we go, lads. Come on, lads. 10 minutes. You can turn this into a four star. Come on. There we go. Big kick in the corner. And... Okay, Tom, let me ask you this. When England was in the final four of the World Cup. What a time. It's coming home. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but it's was this what you're doing toward the TV, just trying to will them into victory? It was. It was. But the thing is, differences with that now, is last summer we were adamant that we were going to win the World Cup. Like, there's no way okay. it's not coming home. Okay, okay now, now I'm saying when you're willing toward the TV, did it work for for the first several rounds of the World Cup? Yes. <laughs> when it mattered, and and did then it work? and then they lost at the penalties, and then it didn't. <laughs> If it makes you feel any better, my country's never won it either. Well, yours has won it. Just it's been a while. <laughs> that, was a good, that was a good. That was a good summer. Like I'm not even center. a football fan, but that was a good summer. Where it was, that was like one for you guys. England, England are going to win the World Cup. Boy, this is amazing. I remember messaging all the call-to-holic guys. Edwards, I'm like, you know, guys, I'm sorry. Just like I, I felt terrible for everybody. It was honestly this. The country was in mourning. We're not even football fans. Like I'm not a soccer fan at all, but I just couldn't help but just get completely oh, sucked in. A move, big. Okay, lads, off we go. No. Wait, wait a minute. But to make your point, yeah, I'm pulling for this match the same way I was pulling for England. Like, come on, guys. Did he knock off his sunglasses? Sure did. You knocked off his cool, perfect. Okay. 
He pulled a knife Jack Reed where he jumped past him rather than at him because he was on this. What the? <laughs> what is that? Because he what so he wants to see the interference. Come on, that was smart. Back up. <laughs> That's your what? match, everybody. What? <laughs> what? Now, Tom, did I lie to you? No, you. you uh, what? Did I not tell you the truth? I I tried to prepare you. I tried to prepare you. <sighs> okay. I was prepared. Right. So now it's happened. All right, Justin. What's What's the story here? Um, I. Was Shawn Michael <laughs> off his bin? Is that what the crack is? I, I don't think so. Was I think Mr. Was Perfect just... off his bin? I, th I think someone had a great theory years ago. Is they just didn't mesh because one guy has to sell exuberantly, and and they're both just trying to sell for each other. So there was like no real aggressor in the match. That's a good point. It's it's a bit like two like it's when you get a p two positive battery ends and you try and put them together and they sort of repel off each other. Yes, but there's nothing positive here. That's the problem. Except for Diesel's awesome jacket. Do you know what? That's, That's a, a really positive. good point. I guess it was just. Oil and water. Yeah, it'd have been one thing if they just had the match and just and it was like this, but they built up like it was going to be the all-time greatest match ever. It wasn't even the best match Sean had this year or perfect. Well, it just felt like an it just felt like it couldn't miss on paper, but now we know. It's like Sean won. Why do you have to talk to Todd? <laughs> it's like, didn't he win the match? You got, you got to deal with him now. There must be, and and Justin, maybe this is a cultaholic list. There must be some great examples of matches that should have been great, but weren't. But just one. Ooh, that's a, that's a lot of them. Um, Brock Taker at Mania 30 for one of them. Every other match they have, which ever rolled except for that one. Goldberg and Lesnar? Maybe. Ambrose, Lesnar. Lesnar's in them all. <laughs> I've just realized. This guy is going in the oh. Hall of Fame. Oh. With the guy on the right. Oh, no, don't even kid about that. Scarecrow McGee. <laughs> You've forgotten his name already, haven't you? I have completely forgotten his name. <laughs> Good. It's the only pay-per-view he's going to be on, so don't even try to remember it. Here he is, Twitter's voice of reason, Sean Waltman. Will he bring the dog to the Hall of Fame ceremony? Absolutely. If he doesn't, I will be better. furious. He brings that dog everywhere. He's going to bring it to the Hall of Fame. So this is the first time that all four of these guys are going into the Hall of Fame. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, no, Dog, Billy Gunn, X-Pac. Sean. Sean's already in it, isn't he? Oh, yeah. So this is a two-time Hall of Famer. Right. It's a first time for China. Bray White's dad. Erwin R. Shyster. IRS. Oh. That is the father. That is the father of Bray White and Bo Dallas. He's a backseat version. Okay. Interesting his, his, fact. His character is that he's a uh, an IRS agent, pretty much. He's a guy who mm -hmm. he wants to he wants to he wants to audit you. Over here, he would have been called Harry Montague Reginald Charles. <laughs> HMRC. HMRC. It doesn't flow as well as IRS. <laughs> no, not quite. Got kid had a rocking song. 
IRS, otherwise known as the White Mister Hughes, in yes. some in some circles, not all circles. I don't think this should have been at SummerSlam. I really don't. I think Ted DiBiase and Ramon they should they should have Tom, merged Tom, that Tom, match Tom, in this Tom, match. Tom, Tom, I need you to do me a favor. Just listen to Vince on the first pinfall attempt of the match. That's oh, okay. Do. Okay. Just listen. <laughs> Wait, this is something I imitated for years after the fact, my brother and I. It'll, you'll know when it happens. I'm just going to talk very quietly. Like it's, like it's a nature documentary at this point. I arrested the aggressor early. It's, it's, it's going to happen very soon. So just basic match so far. Nice far. Hey, it's right here. He got him! He got him! No, wait, no, he didn't. What? He got him off, off of a one. He got him off of a one. <laughs> oh, Vince. <laughs> Vince is like pizza. He never lets you down. <laughs> this match shouldn't... I, I, I do think it should have been Money Inc. versus Ramon and Waltman. No, you could have done that, but there's a reason why they separated them, as you'll soon see. Oh, the old alley-oop. No, the alley-oop was the big show's... <laughs> that, that pal... We talk, hey, we talked about Shawn Michaels going through finishers. Big show went through some finishers for a while, and the alley-oop was possibly the worst. What was that one again? That was when he had him for a powerbomb, held him up, and Oof. then just fell back. <laughs> okay, okay. It, well, Big Show somehow made it look rubbish. What was just, he had the final cut, he had the, uh, what was the one he did where he just took his leg while you were standing up and just dropped it across your chest? That was the, the final cut. Or something? No, no, the final cut was the elbow. He did the, um, he did like the Nightmare on Helm Street. He did, he did that. He also did like a sleeper throw. Oh, yeah, the um, that Cobra Clutch. Yeah, Cobra Clutch into, like, a am going to throw you over there. I, I will say WMD is pretty cool, just for a simple knockout punch. Easy, yeah, it easy works. money. Mm-hmm. Kid had an awesome, uh, oof, what a bump off the apron. That was a that was one heck of a bump. <laughs> it's like watching one of those mannequins on Married with Children get thrown off the roof. He's like 21 years old, Sean Waltman here, and he was he was like a four-year pro at this point, I think. Wee! Yeah, he was so damn good. He was I one mentioned. of these guys, a bit like Adam Bomb, that came in and brought this innovative offense. That's got to be the first time I've ever heard Sean Walton compared to Adam Bomb. I know. It's it's a weird it's a weird comparison. But they're both doing moves at this point that are really ahead of their time. Oh, sure. And it's, it's definitely... Uh, you can see how things were changing in 1993 a little bit. Of course, you have the Steiners also who were doing stuff that nobody on the, on the roster did at the time. But, like, one, two, three kids' introduction. I'm not... I'm surprised we didn't get more stars that way because he was brought in as enhancement guy. It's just like your, your Commodore garden mm -hmm. job, a wrestler who one day just got a flash pin and became a star from it. You didn't, right. not many came through that way. Yeah. 
Maybe it just made it more special that it was just one guy that did it that way. Yeah, maybe. You, you, you don't want to uh, kill the golden goose and do it too much. Barry Horowitz did it that way. Yeah, but he'd been like a jobber for years at that point. Yeah. <clears throat> I miss I jobber matches. I know, oh, me I, know too. I know we get like a thousand of them a week on when we watch the old Raws, but I don't mind them. Yeah. Cheeky jobber match now and again. Yeah, it was always fun watching Scott Steiner make somebody's life miserable for two minutes. Well, I mean, to compare it to something recently, uh, as recently as I can think of the last big jobber matches, when Braun Strowman would come out and murder three people at once. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, it was effective. It was different. Mm -hmm. you, you didn't squander someone that would have potential up, up the card. You would just have Braun just destroy people. Yeah. I mean, Ryback did it in 2012. I mean, I was laying right there. What is kid doing? Mike, I need you to move. Wee! Was there a bit of a hard cut there? There was. I just noticed that. It just, unless he sprang up to his feet in 0.2 of a second. <laughs> no, Iris wasn't that quick. Hey, Dandy in the cradle. Or Mahi Stark cradle, I should say. It is funny to think, and then Oof. Sid, you'll appreciate this. It is funny to think that we're watching Sean Waltman versus the dad of Bo Dallas and Bray Wyatt. This is definitely, definitely interesting. Odd. It's not a bad little match here. Was there oh, another, is there another um, rotunda? He's got a daughter, uh, hasn't he? So. Yeah, he does. Yes. That's it. Call him with the right off. The write-off. See, that's why they had two singles matches because you want to put IRS over to show the kid didn't always win. Yeah, you got to well, you got to keep IRS strong, haven't you? Why well, you have to put Razor over on the way out? Looking at his face, I can tell. Oh, this one, Bobby Heenan had his telestrator. Oh, the brain scan. I forget the brain scan. What? He thinks he's John Madden. Bobby Heenan oh, would, would, okay. would draw analysis <laughs> of people's, of the matches. I mean, a this, this is definitely like watching NFL, and just like NFL, I have no clue what any of it means. <laughs> That's going to just Tom. Hey, it's the hearts. <gasps> Owen! Look at Owen with all that hair. <laughs> and this is the, uh, we know it's coming now. Doesn't Owen look lovely in his tie? He does. When I was looking at IRS though, and I was looking at his face, and he was sneering, I'm like, "Yeah, that's definitely I could I could see the resemblance." <laughs> For sure. And his father-in-law was a was a wrestler as well, the great blackjack Mulligan. Oh, I think I've heard of him. And that is quite that's quite the wrestling family right there. Bruce mm -hmm. Hart. He. He was the asshole one, wasn't he? Uh, Brett had quite a few <laughs> unflattering stories about him in the book, for sure. That he was—he 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 was a bit uh, controlling and um, bit of a chip on his shoulder because, like, he was the, bit, the one bit. heart that wouldn't really become a thing. Bruce was actually a very good performer inside the ring, although not quite on the level of Brett and Owen. He definitely wasn't the worst heart inside the ring, by no means. Did he not wear sunglasses ringside at Canadian Stampede? <laughs> Just, just because <laughs> he warned the referee at me at twenty six. 
moron. <laughs> just, Hello? Just everywhere, everything I've read about him, he's a moron. Serious. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> Brett's, Brett's changed his mind. He's seen Bruce out there. He's like, nah, sorry, I'm it. I'm sorry, I can't do this match right now. <laughs> so there's going to be some... I would say some very good stuff here. King versus King. One guy's hand. I thought Brett was like 10 feet ahead. He turned around, saw that one fan, and went back and went back and tagged his hand. Just like, hey, I got you, buddy. And your referee is the man who calls it right down the middle, Bill Alfonso. Bill Alfonso! Future manager right of Rob Van Damme and Sabu. And Taz. And Taz! Van Damme and Sabu, who are on impact next week. That's Fonzie was the greatest heel in ECW history. Because he enforced the rules and everybody wanted to kill him for it. <laughs> that match <laughs> that was that match he was in with Beulah McGillicussy, where they both the just bled and battered each other. By God, they had a four-star match, those two. Jeez. That was like that was like watching two friends playing WWE 2K19 who were really good at 2K19, but they both just hit random on the wrestler selection screen. So as a result, you just get this barnstormer. Oh, here comes Becky yes, Lynch. He's in Becky. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I am the king. <laughs> okay. Not the queen, the king. Well, so, the queen, then Becky will be the king. So, so he's injured in this match. Well, you'll see. You'll see. Or is he just, selling? Just let it, just let it play out. This, okay. yeah. No, he's he's um, he he hasn't been cleared to wrestle, so he's going to miss WrestleMania. Um, Damn it, oh, man. Becky Lynch hasn't been to the doctors yet, so I'm presuming she just found her crutches in the bin. I mean, <laughs> that's uh, just to give her a little bit of 2019 just, There's commentary. crutches just laying around everywhere in America nowadays. <laughs> and then she just comes in with the crutches and just wants to hit Rhonda over the freaking head with it. Yeah, Rhonda got battered them both. It was wonderful. Because I can hit one of Holly Holmes' legs. I love the shot they got of her of Rhonda looking back at the ramp, extremely angry with blood in her hair. Yeah, that's a good, good visceral image. Point with that crutch. <laughs> Other than fighting Andy Kaufman. Well, it's close enough to Detroit. I can agree. It's a great story coming up.
Okay, you can blame Detroit for your injuries. Frank's <laughs> Daytona was yesterday, and it's a 22 car pileup. I love Bobby. MVP of Monday Night Raw. Yes. This is excellent. So, so he blamed Detroit <laughs> for having bad cars, which got him injured. And and a yes. and an old lady pulling out in front of him. Yeah. Okay. I also blame Detroit for thinking that uh, Scott Mitchell was a was worth paying a lot of money to play quarterback, but that's neither here nor there. That's what an amazing time period this is. And it's funny to look back on it. Like Bobby Heenan, Jim Cornette, Jerry Lawler, three of the greatest mouthpieces in British wrestling, in, in, in wrestling history, in my opinion, all in the same company at the same time. From the confetti there, Fan takes a swat at him. That was pretty funny. Doink the clown. And his, and his most douchebaggy. <laughs> It had to be Bruce. It had to be. Oh, come on, Bruce. I'm going to get him. Oh, shut up, Bruce. Sit down. It's not about you, Bruce. Sit down. He's still going. Bruce, your spot is done. Go away. Funny story here. According to Brett's book, Doink had that plan beforehand. I think Vince put him up to it or Pat Patterson or somebody. And Owen got wind of what was going to happen. He told he told Matt Bourne that if you get any water on me, I'm going to... I'm going to mess with you until the, until the end of time, pretty much. And Matt Bourne made sure to get just Bruce. 
<laughs> of, course, of course, Owen didn't defend Bruce. He's just like, oh, just don't, don't get me on me. Amazing. Oh, Bruce is. Oh, Bruce, sit down, mate. It's not about you. Sit you need down. to get the. You need to get the Rob Gronkowski security woman. She'd be able to stop him. Oh, she was incredible oh, yeah, at one. WrestleMania, wasn't she? She was the best ever. I mean that's a real. I mean, I mean it's also uh, one of my favorite admin errors. They went. They no one thought to tell the security guard that somebody's jumping the ramp. <laughs> Not just someone, but you know, a three-time Super Bowl winning NFL tight end. He's probably gonna go to the Hall of Fame one day. Pretty famous person. He's on a cereal box. Tiki carries it round as like identification. I think if I was on a on a cereal box, I'd carry that as ID. Look, it's me, the Kronk Flakes guy. <laughs> Doink the Clown has been legit one of the best on Monday Night Raw. Absolutely. Well, I think other than the the gimmick battle royal I saw, this is my first Doink match. So this is your first Doink Matt Bourne match then? Yeah. <clears throat> and this the by and far the best doink. It's like how it was like one good children of the corn movie, but and the other forty five suck. That's like this. Was was he the one that passed away recently? A few years back, Matt Bourne did die. Okay. But when he left the WWF, obviously he couldn't be Doink the Clown, but he spent time in ECW as as Born Again, where yes, yeah. he was kind of like in remission of the Doink the Clown gimmick. It was incredible, incredibly he, cerebral. He had, he had the Doink bodysuit and some of the makeup, but not the not the actual wig part. Wow. And he was like, it's like a split personality. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Matt Bourne was so good at what he and did. Is that be where he would beat people and then he would cover them in like white face paint? Yeah, he would so paint he, them up like you know, Doink the Clown after he beat them. Yeah, it's, it's like just some bizarre psychological thing. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, and he was just so devious. In years I, I, to come, what makes me really sad, uh, and, and, and Sydney, when, if slash when you join us again, you'll, you'll experience this. That is, they decided he's getting so popular as a bad guy, let's make him a good guy. And immediately, that gimmick loses all its cool factor because it's just Aww. a happy clown. Yeah, so basically, <laughs> I guess that's true. So basically, he was, like, he was the father of Elias then. And it, but then they had the fourth one to say, well, Elias should be healed. Let's, let's keep him healed. Never mind. Yeah, they realized that was a mistake to make him a good guy. Some people are just better off being heels. Like, doink. So, is, is Lawler... You'll know this, Justin. Is Lawler legit injured here? Or is is he Becky no. Lynch in it? Well, I'll tell you what. Not now, but he's going to be. Right. And you'll see what I mean. This is a pretty famous match for some reasons. Brett now covered in confetti. I'm sure he's thrilled. Bruce Hart still trying to jump the apron. It's like, Bruce, you've had your minute, mate. Sit down. But listen, I'm wet and I don't like it. <laughs> He's like a cat, isn't he? I think so. I do miss gimmicks like Doink the Clown in in 2019 i don't i i think we've talked about this before and i'm a 
I'm a real purveyor of, of the wacky gimmick mm-hmm. in wrestling. I think there's there's still room like for more companies should akin make, to Shikara. They should be uh they should make Otis Dozovich doink. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he can be slow Otis. <laughs> Otis is a one of a kind for sure. Do you think he will sad. do you think he will amount to much? As time goes so. on. I hope so, obviously, but... My dream match at this point is Otis versus Walter. <laughs> <laughs> How do you chop someone who's just snarling at you? Oh, jeebus. Sydney, your your thoughts on Otis? Uh, I didn't see him a lot in NXT, so I don't know exactly much about him. But according to people who have watched NXT, he's incredible. Yes, he's... um. He's literally nothing but muscle and bulk. That is he's all he a, is. He's like a tank with legs. Exactly. I just thought that I just thought that the way they started him on the main roster mm-hmm. as kind of a pig was a bit. He's like if if you ever watch Homestar Runner, he's like if Homestar was made of biceps. <laughs> I'm so glad Tom got that. I am a tube of toothpaste. <laughs> oh mate, I lived I lived at homestarrunner.com. Same here. Homestarrunner.net. It's <laughs> dot com. Wow, that's a good that's a good homestar impression. Thanks. I used to kind of do a decent strong bad That is impression. that's a good strong bad actually. Check him out. Well, check him out. strong bad. Well, we're watching Brett versus Strong for doing homestar impressions. <laughs> Said that I'm the only one that's actually that watching flying. the match. Yes. <laughs> You're the adult here. I really am. What if I wanted to be Coach Z? Children, calm down. <laughs> you, you think Brett's going to do the jerb here? You think he's going to do the jerb? <laughs> jerb! I'm starting okay, to no. regret, regret my decision. <laughs> <laughs> Took you an hour. Good. <laughs> Sorry, we're talking about very old internet things. Yes. I feel like I've heard of Strong Bad, though. Strong, Strong, they button, they button. They did do uh, a series like of... A <laughs> <laughs> they did do a series of games called Strong Bad's Cool Game for Attractive People. Yes. It was a point-and-click style adventures. I was a Strong Bad email guy. I enjoyed the speed mails. From back in the past. Yes. Before the YouTube and it was just flash videos. And I've discovered um, it through Newgrounds. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know Strong Bad. Old internet. Now, here's yep. a painful counter. Yep, I know him. I just Googled it and I saw the picture and I knew it. That's great bounce by Doink. Boink. Ow. I'm so sorry. <sighs> right up the middle. Oh, He's never going to stand again. Brett's going to need to change that shoe. Oh, jeebus. He's What's Jack freaking out unit. over? Are you kidding me? Well, what's up? Okay, this is... Why would they announce that? Why wouldn't you keep that a surprise? Well, don't... I might as well go ahead and say it. Just, just kind of time where 
we film this episode? What happened on Raw? This is Monday night we're recording this. Sydney, uh, apparently, WWE has already announced that the four best perform four of the best performers in NXT are making their Raw debuts tonight. Oh, really? Ciampa, Gargano, Black, and Ricochet. What are you doing? Wow. No, no, don't bring them up. That's what I was thinking. And also, if you were, leave it a hang surprise. On, hang on, hang on. Watch, watch this. Oh, God. Jeez. Oh, now, oh. According, to according to Brett's book, remember how Lawler threw the throne on him at King of the Ring there, Tom? Yes. And busted his rib, and Brett couldn't breathe right for a while? Look like at Bruce flailing around like a, like a fish out of water. But um, when Lawler swung that crutch, he swung too hard, obviously. And you see Brett's in real pain here. Uh-huh. That, that thing wrapped around and hit him right in the face. So Brett is, like, oh. really furious now. Oh, God. So, is his neck okay? It, it was his face he got hit with. He was just seeing stars. Oh, God. So Lawler has uh, – he's got something coming that you're going to see very soon. You're about to see a shoot play out here. Oh, wow. Okay. That was good for a little short match, though. You know, we were doing uh, barnyard noises during it. Jeez, Brett really had his bell rung, didn't he? Sure did. Now, you think this would be it. Yeah, Lars was helping Dwink away. And, Sydney, what is today's holiday? They were filming this on. Day. Good call, because look, he's about to come out. <gasps> Jack Tunney! President Jack Tony. Furthermore, get your ass back there. <laughs> <laughs> it is my decision that you're a dumbass. It's my decision you that you're a piece people. of garbage. Furthermore, away we go. I can barely hear him, so I just hear Tom. I just, I just imagine what, how Tom's talking. Strongbow's here. He talks. Chief J. Strongbow's here. Who is that? Is that Chief? Is the right? Okay, pardon me, because like all bodies are beautiful. Brett's gonna kill him. All bodies are beautiful, right? But who was that fat boy then? That was Chief J. Strongbow. Oh my God! Looks like he ate Chief J. Strongbow. Brett is gonna murder him. Brett looks angry. Furthermore, I'm going this way. Oh, Jack God, Chief J, Christ, mate! <laughs> cut back. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm a. Think. Maybe I'm a fruit cup. Just. <laughs> Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry. And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So I'm Brett, new to the here. Oh, and here we go. Oh, God. You Brett can looking. see just how stiff that is. Brett's oh, angry that... with Lord. Oh, that's not, the worst. that's not the worst of it. This isn't really the foreshadowing. Oh, Jay Strongbow, God. just to go back to I, could, I heard the skin-on-skin <laughs> skin connection. Hit him with I a bucket. bucket. <laughs> wow, Brett's mad. So do you think if Brett hadn't been... Like smacked over the head so hard, he wouldn't be so rough right now. Oh, he'd be a lot more professional for sure. <laughs> Lola had a really good way of just rubbing people up the wrong way, didn't he? Oh, sure. Oh now my god! Christ. Well, well, keep in mind the storyline is also that Lola has humiliated his family to Brett getting revenge for everybody. So it has to look good. For yeah, because this has been like weeks and weeks and weeks in the making. This, like this, Brett wanted to get his months. hands on King. Mm. This must be a huge blow-off here that Brett was supposed to annihilate him. This is going to be a technical match. This is going to be a slaughter. And now that Luller has legitimately fueled the fire by whacking him in the face with a crutch. But they do kind of low-key feud for the next two years, don't they, really? Well, it does continue into it, as well, you'll see. This is just, you know, just fun old-school wrestling stuff right here, other than the fact that Brett is trying to hurt him in some ways. Just the, the OCD in me was Brett just to put his strap back as it was. <laughs> just, it just looks out of place. Okay, monk. <laughs> you should pull Lawler's over his throat like it's Andre the Giant choking somebody. That'd be great. Oh. There's the other crutch. Brett Key Lynch. That look, <laughs> Brett Key Lynch. That looked like he just drove it into his shoulder, though. Big style. <laughs> oh, there's Bruce still banging on. <laughs> oh, he's still wet. Bruce might be my new Duggan. You know what? I'll let you have that one. <laughs> I had a message from um, Chris Lappin, who is a, a wonderful podcaster, works on several projects, and uh, mm-hmm. he's off to interview Jim Duggan at the end of next month. <laughs> He couldn't oh, wait to that? tell me. Like, oh, do tell him I said hi. Well, yes, you know, we all love Hacksaw here. We know you do deep down. Deep down, I do. I'm so, do you like how I've changed my tone, knowing full well that he's going to be in the country soon? <laughs> well, well, yeah, that, you're also trying to butter me up by, um, 
if I gave me to stop uh, harping on you about how extolling the virtues of Hexel. Although if he comes back and just starts that looks bad. refusing that looks to lose, bad. I'll be annoyed. This isn't what it looks like. I was actually, I was trying to beat him up. Okay, that's fine then. Where's Tony gone? Uh, home. Furthermore, I've fallen down this rabbit hole. He he had the Brock Lesnar contract. <laughs> he was the Brock of executives. <laughs> he only turns up on pay-per-views, and it's one every couple I of months. My quiet, Jack Tony. Conquer Jerry Lawler's attempt to get out of this show. Eat, sleep, furthermore, repeat. <laughs> that's a that's gotta be a shirt John John you, you've had a quiet one today <laughs> I'd like Jack Tunney in a t-shirt saying eat sleep Oof. furthermore repeat <laughs> or it just finds the other pull Brett like that just drag him you got hit right in the nerds that just makes me, I'm sorry that just really makes me mad why would you give that away and put them there's, all up at the same got, time? It makes me almost positive they're not going to use them correctly. There's oh, got to be. There's got to be some kind of. There's there has to be more to it than that. It can't there just has be, to be because they're, a lot of them are mid story and they've got belts. Yes, so they can't Martha bring the them up with belts. Yes. Uh, are they? Are they? Are they starting tonight? Did they say? That they said they said that tonight was going to be their debut. But they might just be also Bruce is out. Um, uh, they're just trying to pop a rating for a night and see what happens. Exactly. They might just be wrestling on Raw. Hopefully. They might be doing a tag match. That'd be nice. That'd be cool. Yeah. Although it's funny because now people are listening to this. It's like this happened two days ago and Champa's already <laughs> Universal Champion. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be really funny that way. That would be the best. Oh, I do. I do love a a muscle pose with very little muscle. Exactly. Earthquake <laughs> was the best at that. It was just he'd stand there and do the the guns, the gun show, but with no guns. Oh, oh I'm pretty great at that. I do the gun show, and I've got absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. the, call the vet, because these swans are sick. <laughs> no, it's python. <laughs> the python Does anyone better. know a veterinarian? Because these pythons are sick. <laughs> no. You know, Brett was a lot more jacked than I thought he was. I think we always assume strap. Brett's in bad shape because he wears a, the full singlet. We never He's saw Bret well Hart's up. legs his whole career. No, one time we do. <laughs> Not that I needed to, but I just a thought. It, it just makes ne me wonder if it's just like totally hairy and he just never does anything to it. Well, join us, well, join us for Survivor Series 93 when you get to see Bret's legs. Oh, oh God, whoa. please, no. Oh, ready for that. I don't want to see Ooh, his legs. Nice pile driver. It wasn't that bad. Moose has really seen... small legs. Moose! <laughs> It does. I can always count on Justin whenever Moose is mentioned. He's got to do that. <laughs> well, anyway, so here's the next part of the shoot. You ready? Ready, ready. Oh, Dave Thumbs Batista down. comes out. Dave Batista. Brett Batista. He's Bretty Lynch. Brett Batista. <laughs> he's all of them. Hitman of the Galaxy. 
right, let's see. Alfonso calls for the bell. Oh. oh. Oh, no. he doesn't let it go. No, he doesn't. Oh. Now, you notice how Brett isn't really just like... You notice how Lawler's like really in pain here? Mm-hmm. Because Brett's got it cinched up legitimately tight. Ooh. Ooh this is dickish. Yes, He's it is. sitting like right into it. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's bouncing. Lawler's... <laughs> yeah, Lawler's bent in half. Oh, this is dickish. Well, this is a... Uh... You but, need to realize, though, Tom, he just got hit in the face yeah. with a freaking crutch. Two wrongs don't make a right to go, yes, oh, you hit me really badly, so I'm going to break both your legs. This is not the that dungeon. Is, this is true, but three rights do make a left. <laughs> now, notice how Laura's like, he's not like, really like selling. He's actually like crying out in pain here. Yeah, because it's pretty legit hurting. Yes. Oh, he needs to get suspended. He needs he needs to be punished. This is this is if this is legit, this is this is so dickish. I'm sorry, well, I don't care if he hit you too hard with a crutch. That's well hang on. Brett in his book also said that at some points the referees are actually leaning on him because they hated Lawler also. They're they're <laughs> helping hurt him. See I don't oh, this it, this feels very premeditated. This is, you know, there's. Uh, I, if this is legit, it's very uncomfortable. Because it's like there's. watching Hostel. It's, yeah. Where's Strongbow? Like, Get Strongbow in there. Where's old Jubby Strongbow? What's he gonna do? He's gonna stand there like he did on top of the ramp. Stand there he there is. Like, yeah, there you're he happy is. now, Strongbow's I'm, there. I'm so happy now. Strongbow. Oh, hey, that's it. Stick your hand out, Strongbow. Brilliant. Well done, mate. You have earned your paycheck. <laughs> Excellent work, Stromba. Standing there like you work at like an electronics store. Did any help Great with Bobby. that DVD player? Awesome Bobby in line. Use physical force, damn it. Strongbow trying to talk. Oh, Strongbow. I'm just fixated on Strongbow and how little he's doing. <laughs> Telling Brett, don't let it get off now, you, you silly bean. Like every ref body. in WWE nowadays. Hey, you get down from there. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> it's like three and a half minutes long. They're patting him on the back going, you've done enough now. You've done enough now. Trumbo should sit, but even should sit I, on Brett's shoulders. Bruce is like, I'm still wet. <laughs> Can I be in this bit too? <laughs> Someone get me a dry cleaner right now. So is uh, Owen in there to talk down Brett as well? Yes. Bruce, Bruce asked me, why couldn't I have one, two, three kids push? Oh, is Jerry okay? <laughs> is this really legit? Jerry's, is this a real Jerry's shoe? Jerry's passed out now. Almost. Watch well, Lockin' barely even move. <laughs> I mean, he got a nice pop, but it's still shitty. <laughs> He hit me a bit hard with a crutch, so I deliberately broke his leg. Oh, 
Oh, they reversed it. Oh, that can't be legit then. That can't be legit. <laughs> well, well, no, that was supposed to happen by keeping the hold on, but he's supposed to keep it loose so Lawler wouldn't get hurt. Oh, I but see. One... But he deliberately made it extra tight. Yes. Oh, that's... Jay, sort him out. Come on, Strongbow, sort him out. <laughs> <laughs> he's quite a striking <laughs> figure. I'm drawn to Chief Jay Strongbow. <laughs> He's like, like Grimace. He's a bit like an ocean liner, in the sense that <laughs> from the from the front he looks alright, then the side, and he's really long. <laughs> he looks like a substitute teacher five like five weeks away from tenure. <laughs> he does. Like a car salesman who's just a bit bored of his job now. Hang on, Bruce earns his pay in just a moment. Get ready. Oh God, Bruce is back in it. He sure is. My jacket's still wet. <laughs> Dave, you get your hands off Pat. You get. What, what is he doing? Hugging Pat Patterson. You're my best friend now. Oh, hello. <laughs> Stay Bruce. Bruce. I, I feel fake like now. I slipped. <laughs> he just I slipped because there. of how wet I am. Have some of my wetness. Strongbow, run up here and help push this. No. <laughs> Strongbow, saunter up here and help us. <laughs> Lower raising the fingers great. Oh, what a wonderful touch. Incredible. Why Go do on. you love it when people raise their middle finger, Justin? You loved it when Vince did that, it. That was, that was the index <laughs> finger. <laughs> Jay's getting back there one. quickly because he, he, he knows that buffet's going to go otherwise. Exactly. <laughs> We're halfway through the show. I'm cut sorry. Off sales at a certain I, time. I don't mean to pick on Chief J Strongbow. He was just a very striking visual during that bit. <laughs> well, understandable. Look at the bar, oh, for God's sake, Bruce. <laughs> Bruce just falling out of the ring. I'm going to get my deposit back on this jacket now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I always thought bye bye wrong. That was nice. Oh, that was fun. Oh, that was. That was fun. Quite dickish by Brett if if he was extra tight on Jerry Lawler. Oh, God. <gasps> it's, it's Brock. <laughs> it's a very thin Brock Lesnar. It's Brock Lesnar's lesser known brother, Keith. Keith Lesnar. <laughs> this is Ludwig Borga. Ludwig Borga. From Helsinki, Finland. Okay. And he hates pollution and 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 stuff. Yes. Also, he's Daniel Bryan. Yes, he's just like Daniel Bryan. Tom, tell Sydney your favorite Ludwig Borger fact. My favorite Ludwig Borger fact. About when he made a comment about a certain politician. You know the one. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. That was it. He so Ludwig Borger ran for. Um, he was he was he's a politician. At the end of his wrestling career, he became a politician, and he was asked the opinion on one of the, uh, of the on the president of Finland or the somebody who was running for president of Finland, and he was very he was he was very flattering and said, you know what? It's great that a lesbian is running to be. The president of our country, it's very progressive. Here's the kicker. She wasn't a lesbian. <laughs> he and this caused a massive backlash. Because it's like, uh, why no. are you calling her a lesbian? Just, and he was like, well, she looked like one. So I thought she was. <laughs> and it's okay. 
Oh, he was trying to be nice, I he guess. Was being, he was candy. being delightful, but it was just bad. Hey, it's Marty. I so only know him for one working? reason. Because he was Sean's partner. Yeah. And Sean threw him through a window. Yeah. Yes, that's. But he was a damn good wrestler. Oh, I mean, I've seen some of the. I've seen footage from Rockers matches, so I. Mm. I totally believe that. We're very much him in the Sean. heyday of him here because, like, last couple of weeks on Raw, he's been exceptional. Mm. Oh yes. Yeah. Here now, comes Keith here... Lesnar. <laughs> now here's the best combination possible. A, a big brute who beats the crap out of people, and a guy who bumps like a madman. You, you couldn't have a better person wrestle Ludwig Borga here. You could not. Want to point out that Borga just just introduced us to the people's eyebrow. Yes, Ludwig Borga was also fought in one UFC pay per view. He fought Randy Couture in 1997. He did and lost. <laughs> Borga has also since passed away, unfortunately. <laughs> earlier this decade but he thankfully made enough money in his career to have trousers that went all the way down yes and he also released a um rap album it's a single i believe <laughs> uh, it, it, it was not rap but he he, he did like a some, some, some sort of music album just a very talented man he was a renaissance man yeah borgo was a man of all trades master of several <laughs> And he does wrestle like Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Punching city. Just a power man. It was the, but it was just a weird angle. The vignettes where he was like, America has lots of pollution and it's bad. Mm. Oh, he's right. <laughs> Oh, he, he, see, he was the inner brand of his day. Well, that's it. I do like how we can draw comparisons between then and now. And now we've got <laughs> Daniel Bryan, who's like, come on, America, be better yeah, the planet. He was just like Bryan and Rowan split in half. Do you think or, if Ludwig had bought a, won a belt, he would have had a... Oh, oh, I love that Christ. move. Christ. That was really that cool. That's ace. That's what he should be doing. It's like something Drago would do if he were a wrestler. I must break you for littering styrofoam cups. I know, you know Borga would have had a belt made out of hemp and a naturally fallen oak. No, he would have made out of that actual cow skull. <laughs> I'm still waiting for WWE.com to go, we've, we've, we've noticed how much you love... WWE's naturally created belt, so you can buy it now. <laughs> oh, I would. That, be... Comes with a free bag of Cheetos. I want them to start mass producing Daniel Bryan's eco-friendly belt. It's freaking gorgeous. It's I would love to have that. Breaking news: Matt Riddle just has to be caught up. Because <laughs> <laughs> because suddenly there's an echo in NXT. <laughs> Matt, where's the belt? What belt? <laughs> It's just Matt Riddle and Street Profits now. <laughs> oh, Quasinetti, no. Close line. He's like, no, you're supposed to be on the floor. You stayed there, silly American. <laughs> Pollution is bad. <laughs> What's hanging off his nipple? 
It's not his nipple, Severe is lact it? Severe lactation accident. Oh, I'd like to do a shout-out to the Lardvig hate section. Oh, they're they're going to say the American Dairy Council. <laughs> Trying to get them as a sponsor. <laughs> the Lardvig hate section. That's... There well, that's they are. Picture. Should be hating people. That's very xenophobic of you. It's about three quite big people holding that sign well, up. So, so they're the larders, not Ludwig. I like the fact that, that somewhere on planet Earth, there is a couple of people that sat down and went, do you know what we're gonna do what sign we're going to make? We're going to make a Lardvig's hate section sign. And they sat and at some point on this planet, somebody sat there and made that. I love you that. They might even their their family members might even be listening to this podcast. I hope so. If, oh all, my god! That was redonkulous. He did a freaking flip. Oh, that's what the rockers do when they bump. They take a lot of flips. There was um, I mean, someone on this planet obviously decided, hey, we have to hire Joe Fowler to be a backstage interviewer. Someone someone decided that of all the applicants that was the best one. He keeps going for that that roll that roll up, and it's just not working. Nope. That's too. Can we knock him down? Not quite sweet chin music's sour chin music. Sweet neck, sweet neck, sweet neck music. Oh, nice. World's strongest slam. One hey, one hey. He is very Brock Lesnar, like. Like power move, walk around. Power move, walk around. Hope spot, stop dip. Power move, walk around. He's, he's All he needs to do is do the little dance. Kidney punch. Keith Lesnar. He did the uh, boss root and Keith kidney punch or liver strike. I mean, oh, I, 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 you don't see a kidney punch anymore. Yes. Well, Lex ain't using this anymore. Ah, oh, torture racks the finisher. Nice. Mm. There you go. Torture racks for the end. And even that, and even that is like the, the basic setup to an F5. Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 dun. And they both fought Randy Couture, so there you go. Keith Lesnar. Well done, mate. Welcome to the, welcome to the dance. That should be a, a future ESPN 30 for 30. The parallels between Ludwig Borgen and Brock Lesnar. Mate, that needs to be a Cultaholic article. Get on that immediately. <laughs> Brock, what do you think of the environment? He just shrugs. They don't pay me nothing. Can I write like a Cultaholic conspiracy piece, which is Brock Lesnar died three years ago and we thought it was Ludwig Borger. <laughs> but it turns out Ludwig Borger <laughs> is now Brock Lesnar. By all means, just ask Adam. <laughs> My conspiracy is that Brock Lesnar was the one that died about five years ago, and Ludwig Borger has taken his place, <laughs> and no one's noticed. Can make a movie out of that. Eve. Single white powerhouse. I have never once called the day before Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Eve. I mean, yeah. I get that's the right way to say it, but I just never say that. <laughs> well, you're not an old school WWE fan, then. Oh, I'm so sorry. 
I'm sad. Yeah, I'm sorry that it just here. it just dawned upon upon you. I'm not an old school WWE fan. <laughs> How dare you not be old enough to be an old school WWE fan? <laughs> okay, you're forgiven this time. <laughs> I like how Thanksgiving, in terms of the food and the celebration, feels like a dress rehearsal for Christmas. It is, because next day is um, Black Friday here in the United States. And that's when you, we, we've started doing that now. We've we just copied you, and it's it's it, it's far too British, so it doesn't really work. All right, time you ready? This is this is important here. Oh, he's going to explain the rules. Okay. Okay, so a no DQ, no count out match. That's all it is. That's Aww. it. That's all so, it is. So to to fill you in, if if, uh, if to you, Sid, and to you at home, if you're listening to us for the first time, they've been hyping for weeks and weeks and weeks that. The Undertaker is facing Gonzalez in a rest in peace match. And they're like, the Undertaker has come to Jack Tunney and said, I want a rest in peace match. I'm not going to tell you what the rules are until the night. And <laughs> which seems really unfair. And <laughs> we, we speculated didn't we, a few weeks ago what the rules could be. And I was, I was under the impression that what the rule would be, if you're the Undertaker, you win immediately. Like that, been, that could have been the rules of a rest in peace match. If your name is the Undertaker, you win. If your name is Giant Gonzalez, you have to lie down. <laughs> uh, I hate signing these things. But a rest in peace match, so it's just a, it's just no, no holes barred. Pin, pin. There must be a decisive winner, as opposed to every other match where there is an indecisive winner. Who the hell notarize that contract? <laughs> I, I, I like how Gonzalez's skin tone does not match his outfit at all. <laughs> Whose idea was that outfit? I don't know. Somebody sat down and went, you know what? We want to make him look naked. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> yeah, keep rolling, rolling, rolling. What? Keep rolling, rolling. No, wrong error. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Yes. Rest in peace, me. <laughs> I was about to say don't die. Yeah, but... Making his way to Starcade 2... From Starcast Death too. Valley. Starcast. No, no, Starcade. In my world, he's going to WCW. <laughs> no, no. Here, here's what's going on. He's currently in Death Valley, and he's walking all the way to Las Vegas. <laughs> and it's going to take the whole time, and then he's going to get to Starcast, and that's how long it's going to take him to walk to get to Starcast. He's going to make it to Albuquerque and say, wait, I have a bike. And he's going to walk all the way home and get the bike. <laughs> And then somehow go slower. I left the oven on. <laughs> and by bike, I mean like a mongoose mountain bike with a bell on it. Oh, that would be wonderful. I got to tell you, though, Tom, I am so freaking hyped for that because I'm going to that. Are so... you going to see him as well? I'm going to try. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. He's getting paid like 60 grand, isn't he? Yeah, I think it's going to be like $150 to meet him. Whoa, it's gonna have to be in it. Yeah. Okay, this is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna have Adam send you Ollie Davis's jacket or his shirt, whatever that thing is, and you're gonna go up to Undertaker and have him put a curse on it. <laughs> and then we're gonna and then we're gonna mail it back to Ollie. 
Say, so we're and so just, sorry for taking your jacket. We we were horrible people for doing that. And then just, like, a ton of random crap happens throughout the, the videos. The WrestleTalk videos where just something happens to Ollie. And then after that, just let justice play out. <laughs> what? Why? Why is Undertaker doing StarCast? Because um, he started doing appearances, it just I guess. Seems, it just seems... Strange. Like, has he I not? Has agree. he not made enough money that he can just chill now? Clearly not. Well, I'm sure he'll be gambling that weekend. He needs something to spend rather than his own money. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose it's a paid holiday, isn't it? I freaking saw him at Mania last year. So if I'm able to meet him this year, that's going to be incredible because he was the reason I had no voice after Mania because of how much I screamed when he came out. God, he had no energy to cheer for. The bar versus Nicholas and Strowman. I mean, I mean yeah, are you Sherman. kidding me? I still cheered for Nicholas with all my heart. Yeah, because Cesaro just doesn't have it compared to Nicholas. <laughs> Come on, Gonzalez, do a move. I just Good think job. it's strange that he is taking indie bookings. It just well, I don't think he's weird. taking indie bookings. I think it's more he's just. He just wants to have appearances at conventions. He just wants to do. He really wants to do conventions. <laughs> Apparently. Just wait until next. Just wait until next year at, at Joey Janela's Spring Break Four wins Undertaker and David Arquette versus Nick Gage exactly. and Marco and Marco Stunt. Well, they actually they said they originally said in the article that it was the first appearance, but a lot of people had to con- correct them and say it's his first appearance in the U.S. because he's mm-hmm. doing the show in I believe late April, early May, where he's coming mm-hmm. to. The UK for inside the rope. Yes, he's doing the the, the talking tour. Yeah, and it's not gonna it's not gonna be wrestling until then because he has to he has to save his strength for when he wins tournament of death in June. <laughs> <laughs> if I see right, if twenty twenty rolls around and I see Mark Calloway in an armory wrestling Billy McLocal bloke, I'm gonna be so sad. <laughs> What if it was Taker versus Brian Alvarez? I'd still be sad because I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, I, think, I, don't think, I think he think he's to. really retired. I think he's retired. Well, why can't he oh, sit yeah. on a bench and just watch the sun go down like Thanos at the end of Infinity War? Like, like, hey, like oh come on, it's been out a year. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen it yet. Crack on. You <laughs> <laughs> could be Taker Gump. Yeah, why not? Like, just chill, man. I, like, I mean, I'm sure he has, and I'm sure he still can, even if he makes these appearances. He, he must really just... want to meet, like, ex-Star Trek actors and not pay to get in <laughs> if he wants to do conventions that badly. <laughs> so, Data, was that your real skin? <laughs> Hello, Data. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is already miles better than... He really wants to meet the cast of Firefly and not pay to get in. Wow, Nathan Fillion. (laughs) He really wants to meet a Power Ranger and not pay to get in. Why did you want to fight CM Punk? You just want to give UFC a try. I, I do. I, if Undertaker's going to do anything extracurricular, it needs to be the adverts for a hotel chain. 
Come where you to can rest, rest in peace. My whole thing is, I just feel like, because like the convention he's doing is Starcast, which is going to have just a ton of wrestlers at it. So it's really just like, it's just more like a way to to a tribute to some incredible legends. Like Ric Flair's doing there. He's, freaking... he's doing a few other conventions though. He's doing some over here. Which are like kind of mixed bag. There's a wrestling one. He's doing like a sort of like a sci-fi TV one. Oh, I didn't hear about that. I yeah. just heard the other appearance was the inside the rope stuff. No, he's doing a couple of other um, convention appearances. It's just mm-hmm. I think you guys are showing their respect. Now. I feel like you guys are really understating the fact that this is Gonzalez's last pay-per-view match ever, and you're not showing enough respect to this wonderful beast. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we should be talking about me. I think you told me your star rating for this match. Uh, Not this one. The other Tigger Gonzalez match that was much worse. Oh, okay. Because this isn't great, but this is miles better than the Romania match. Giant Gonzalez is somebody that really personifies being tall as a personality trait. He's like a great colleague. He's like a great colleague adopted, uh, like, uh, David Bowie what? personalities. Like, bizarre bodysuits and stuff. Oh, 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 shenanigans. Oh, hi. Hmm. Uncle oh, cut Paul. away. Go ahead. Don't, don't, I mean, yeah, don't show dun, us dun, what's dun, happening. Yeah, don't dun, show dun, us dun, anything. Dun, Whatever. Dun. We didn't want to see anyway. It's fine. We want to watch Gonzalez choke Undertaker. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's Uncle Paul. He's freaking shaking. Well, that's what he does. Hmm. That's a Cause reef. Because going through water on me is cold. I've quite enjoyed the reef stuff. That's that's been like he's on Raw the last couple of weeks. He's been like Curtis Hughes has been getting reefs delivered to ringside. And, and, and now he's gone. Coincidence? Mm, that's true. Is oh. that going is that gonna give him power or something? Like what the what the crap? Hey Sydney, this is gonna blow your mind. This is gonna blow your mind. Somebody at ringside right now is a former WWF women's champion. That is correct. That is factual. What? Somebody somebody in the ringside area is a former <laughs> WWF women's champion. That he's not lying. Like I wish it was in the in the like front on the front row or like legitimate in the ringside, ringside area, <laughs> perhaps somebody who had on a purple purple suit. That guy. Yes. <laughs> look, up one Harvina. look up Harvina. Look up. Look up WWF Harvina. Harvina. Yes. When Harvey Whippleman became became Harvina in the year two thousand for a pointless title change. Some say it's the moment that began the women's revolution. So is Paul Bear getting his urn back like like the dude getting his rug back? <laughs> it really tied the room together. <laughs> and you're like, no, Paul, these men are nihilists. Harvina, like. <laughs> Have you googled it? I'm trying. I don't know if I'm spelling it right. H-A-R-V. Uh, H-A-R-V. There you go. I-N-A. I-N-A. That's what I missed. <laughs> Forget about the toe. Harvey Whippleman makes WWE history. Of course, Donnie's already in the urn. <laughs> As is Mr. Hughes, apparently. <laughs> it should have been a coffee can instead of uh, an actual urn. 
I'm really sad that that Sydney guessed Harvey Whippleman so quickly. I like. I was hoping that she'd say Giant Gonzalez. <laughs> My only two or people Finkel. I could think of were were freaking Paul Bearer or that guy. So. Paulina Bearer. <laughs> Paulina. Yes. <laughs> that would make me sick and sad. Um, well, that's it. There Thanks you for go. Coming, everybody. And thus would begin a period of time in the w- in the Undertaker's career in the WWF where he would face guys he couldn't tombstone. Yes. Because that moves come and. On January thirty first, two thousand, Whippleman won the WWF <laughs> Women's Champion from the Cat. While he was in a disguise and used the name Hervina in a Lumberjill <laughs> Snow Bunny match, which took place in a snow-filled pool surrounded by female wrestlers who kept the competitors from leaving the pool. Hashtag Women's Revolution. <laughs> Happy birthday, Tom. Hope you like crap. <laughs> the thing is, that night, that was the night that Benoit, Malenko, Perry Saturn, and Eddie Guerrero debuted as well. I'll give you one guess. What was more what was more memorable than the other? Well, the snowball fight, obviously, the snowbunny match. Well, yeah, because that's what. Yeah, because they can still show that. that <laughs> yeah, that's, that is isn't that worrying? Clearly him. Yeah. That that's him. looks like a first of all horrible disguise. <laughs> Don't hurt Fonzie, please. Destroy him, Jenkins. I'll kill him. <laughs> Do it That's now. Harvey Whipperman was always a slug of a human anyway. Well, yeah, just look at him. Defo Hall of Fame bound. He knocks the wreath over, you dummy. Look how small he's compared to Gonzalez. But I think that's why they got put together, because Harvey was small. An you extra small. contrast. And you need that... Oh, the worst choke slam ever. <laughs> yeah, that was no, terrible. No. Absolute ass. No. no, the one that Tigger gave Hogan was worse. Oh, God, Judgment Day 2002. Correct. The choke slam heard around the world. Because Hogan refused to go up for it. So hey, it was just I like, get it, because now sl- he's resting in peace. Ha. <laughs> now I'm sorry, I'm still <laughs> in a bad mood about Hervina. Hey, look! It happened. We're, 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 it was a weird time for everybody involved. That, how progressive of you, Sydney? Here they are, just looking for opportunities, and you and you're trying to squelch them because he didn't uh, keep it. Hang on, hang he on. Didn't pa- he didn't pay his doom. Pass it on. Exactly. Cornet gets the line of the show in a moment. Not yet. It's coming soon. Yoko Blink. No. Listen, listen, listen. 
Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> We're not shooting. What if the what if the camera never stopped zooming? <laughs> we look at Yoko on the atomic level. He's like Samoa Joe. Someone to hold me. <laughs> I feel sullied. Black is very he slimming hasn't though. Blinked. He's beastly. Black is slimming though. For some people, yes. I think Fuji has fallen asleep. <laughs> Fuji's uh, Fuji was the one that used to have to carry blinked. the dialogue. He's human. <laughs> Fuji's thinking about how he's gonna rib Joe Fowler later. <laughs> Fuji's hiding. <laughs> Shh, I'm not here. <laughs> I I can't be future endeavored if they can't find. They don't help here. I'm, I'm you, you haven't seen me. I'm just stealing a living. Don't do it again. <laughs> Stop it. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> he's he's friends with Taker. He's not gonna hurt you. Jesus. <laughs> Did not expect him to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I think Vince had enough of Joe Fowler already. <laughs> I think Jim Cornette summed up what we're feeling about about him. <laughs> oh it's, yes, broke back mountain. Guns. It's all elite wrestling's Billy Guns. It is WWE Hall of Famer Billy Gunn. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. And... What a time to be alive! And and brother Bart Gunn, who won the brawl for all. Oh, by, knock, by knocking everybody's ass out. WWE Hall of Famer Billy Gunn. Boy. He, he won a ton of tag belts, so it makes sense. He's part it, of the Outlaws, part of DX. It's true. It's just still funny. He, he's the yeah. ass man. Like five years on from... And, and here's... Oh, here's the thing. We're like five years removed from Road Dog and Billy Gunn. Telling Triple H and Shawn Michaels, we're going to meet you at the Alamo and fight oh, you for real. And here they are getting inducted into the Hall of Fame together. I can't wait until Adam asks me to do the career retrospective on Billy Gunn. Because I'm going to end up with like three migraines and a stroke by the time it's over. <laughs> okay, six-man tag shenanigans to Dunker. You remember the meme from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Charlie... Has all the letters pinned to the wall and he's like drawn on them about Pepe Sylvia. Yes. And, and his conspiracy theory. That's going to be me doing Billy Gunn's career. <laughs> if he asked me to write, where are they now for everyone that played Doink, I'm quitting. <laughs> on, on. Cool, Bam Bam, that's okay. a good song. Wait a oh, look at these really... lads on tour. One of them just looked really familiar. That's, that's Rikishi Ooh. in there. Oh, oh I was going to see why. whether you could figure it out. It's hard to recognize Rikishi with his bum hidden away. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got two Hall of Famers. Rikishi and Billy Gunn are both known for their asses. Oh, God. Two Hall of Famers in this match. Three if you count Arthur. Three Hall of Famers in this match. That's correct. Is, Luna, is Luna in the Hall of Fame? Unfortunately, not yet. Oh, Mad Dog Deshaun is, though, isn't she? Bam Bam Bigelow, yes. he, he's, he should be in the Hall of Fame soon. Yeah, Agreed. Agreed. My, my fellow Jersey boy. Now, imagine being matched by Alpha and Luna. 
That's so a lot of noise at ringside. Rikishi and who else? I'm sorry? Rikishi, who are the other two? It, well, well, yeah, Bam and Bigelow, you have, uh, you have Fatu, who, who is Rikishi. You have his cousin, Samu, and their manager is Afa. Okay. Who's part, of, who's part of the Wild Samoans back in the 80s and 70s. Ah, I got it. Afa's partner, Sika, is the father of Roman Reigns. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're all related, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Except when, I'm not, not surprised by that. <laughs> <laughs> All the brothers, as they say. And of course, Fatu is the father of the Usos. They're all connected. Yep. Uh, I, I can't wait until Adam asked me to do the Anna Wai family tree. That's going to be good. If you do do I that, that'd be good. I want to see that. <laughs> I, 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 my friends. I request that. Because there's bound to be a few, like, loose twigs. Wasn't Manu technically an Anawaii? <laughs> loose twigs. Here he is, the loose twig. Dance Anawaii. Son of Hedrick or Samu. Yeah, Ma- and Manu was some... I think he's office kid. I could be wrong. I'll pull that up. Oh, oh Manu. Oh, please okay. do. Retrospective okay, on Manu. That's the brain damage flowchart one for me. <laughs> Do these people ever stop having sex? Jesus. <laughs> you have to wonder how many, like, how many, how Oof. freaking that oh. those poor women. <laughs> how, about, how, about, how about poor Tonka getting cross-body there by Bam Bam? Yeah, that was pretty painful. We're also forgetting that the WWF champion is part of that same family tree. Oh, yes, Yokozuna. Rodney Anawaii. That's right. He's cousins of Kish. He's not actually Japanese there, Sid. Really? <laughs> yes. Dude, you've blown my mind. <laughs> I got very got confused when I watched there. Moana for the first time. I was like, why is there an island full of people from Japan? <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Of course it... It'd be hard to figure out what Rock's doing these days. I mean, he's, he's kind of going incognito. <laughs> he's in that Calvin and Hobbes film, isn't he? Yes. Oh, nice inverted DDT. He plays oh, Calvin. <laughs> he wears the red striped shirt. I would have liked it better if he played Hobbes. He was the freaking tiger. Actually, that'd be splendid. <laughs> yes, Kevin Hart could play Calvin. Oh, my God. <laughs> For the high contrast. <gasps> oh, my God. That needs to be a thing. That needs to be a Hall- <laughs> at least a Halloween costume. <laughs> A rated R version of Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> Who the hell, Spaceman Spiff? <laughs> that is a lot of hair. Arthur uh... needs that big turkey leg to munch on. <laughs> there's, there's a funny office story. Apparently, when Vince was on trial for steroids, Arthur got thrown out of the courtroom because he was eyeballing the jury and mouthing the words not guilty at them. Oh my <laughs> they god. To, they had to eject him. <laughs> he just like does the Undertaker thing. Not guilty. <laughs> He's not guilty, or I will kill you. We think the odds are the off dressed in character for that too. Absolutely, munching a massive turkey leg. <laughs> of course, Barth run left hands, and if this was real life, Sam would be unconscious. Actually, you know what? A Samoan versus Bart Gun's left hand. Who wins? I think they both crack. I think it's a Possibly. bit like 
it's a bit like when when the Stormbreaker hit Thanos. Hmm. You see, you said you bark gun here. Back in 1998, they had this tournament called the Brawl for All, where they took 16 wrestlers that were doing nothing, that like volunteers, and they had an actual boxing tournament on Raw. Where, like, the best I've heard of wins. that. It was a shoot Bart boxing tournament up... as well, wasn't it? Yes, Bart ended up winning, and he, he actually knocked out Bradshaw, Godfather, and Dr. Destiny Williams legitimately. Wow. He's, he's got a powerful left hand. And guys got hurt like, like crazy in that tournament. Bart tore Dr. Death's hamstring... And then just drill them right in the face to finish them off. Well, and understandable. No if it's a true, if it's a true boxing match, you would expect people to get injured easily. Problem was the t tournament was stacked so that Doctor Death would win because they wanted him to get the big push at the end of it, and then Bart ruined that by you know knocking him the f out. Mm-hmm. So it's uh didn't get the result they wanted, and they had to pay out. They paid Doctor Death the prize money in advance to win it, and they ended up losing. So you had to pay wow. Bart the same amount of money. Yeah. And they didn't get the result they wanted. <laughs> so that's Samu in there now. Okay. Who still wrestles occasionally, I believe. And there's oh, lovely Luna. Her. Yeah, she's a... Uh, she was Nikki Cross before Nikki Cross. I think she's crazier than Nikki Cross, honestly. Yes, yes, she is. She's a Vashon. All the Vashans in some, some way or another are, are, are nuts, and I say that with the utmost respect. Mad Dog Vashan was the one that at the turnbuckle. Anyone that had the fake leg. No, no, he wasn't. I'm thinking of George the Animal Steel. Yes, you are. <laughs> I just want to see if, My references are on point tonight. They are <laughs> on point. Starcade, Mad Dog Vashan. Give them, I, I give you credit, though. It's past midnight there, so you're probably getting a little tired. That's very good. Oh, that's lethal. Double Samoan headbutt. You don't want the... Nope. I remember Mad Dog Fashan cutting a promo where he was building a coffin for somebody. That was Undertaker. No, no, that definitely was an Undertaker. It was on the, the spectacular legacy of the AWA documentary, which was wonderful. Oh. And he, in a story, it's him with his top off building a coffin. Building a big pine a or box. Yes, the Vashans uh, had a history of uh, deviance. And I often learn doing something, I have no idea what that is. But it's interesting. Poor Bart. Caught in the wrong part of town. There's only one match left after this, just Luger and Yokozuna, and that's that, that's your SummerSlam. So what do you think so far of the shows there, Sid? Pretty good. Um, better than some of the Raws I had seen, so... You mean like the old school rolls or the modern rolls? Old school. The one that I did, the one that I saw for the show, and uh, I watched the one that uh, Austin was on for. So... Apologize, the man on the mission right now. <laughs> so glad. Tommy, there, buddy. The isn't there. I'm here. Sorry, I was I was going to get something to eat. My apologies, everybody. 
Not a problem. <laughs> I swore you were dozing off. No, 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 no. I, I'm sat up at the table in the living room, so I'm I I can't. If I if I lie down, I will go to sleep. So I'm I'm sat upright. <laughs> how are you? How are you feeling about the show so far? Since this is your first time actually seeing it. I am enjoying it. I am. In, I, there's. I was. I had high hopes for perfect Michaels. I thought the Jerry Lawler Brett stuff made up for that. <laughs> I tried to warn you about that match, like it was uh, Crazy Ralph on Friday the Thirteenth. You certainly did try your best to warn me. Don't watch Sean Perfect. It's got a death curse. But we've still got the highlight to come, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, you're not. You're not kidding. Like the coming out party of Lex Luger, basically. Oh, yeah, because he has to win. I mean, it, it's for America. He's got to beat a fellow American who's from San Francisco to win the belt. <laughs> and it says if he doesn't win, he won't get another chance. So he has to win tonight. So, so this has to be it, right? Is Tatanka still undefeated at this point? He is, isn't he? Yeah. Yes, he is. His first pinfall loss would be in a tag team match with Matt Hardy. I will say, the first time I saw Tatanka live was there was a random battle royal happening on the Raw that we had went to go see in Joe Louis Arena. And for some reason, he was there. Because he's Tatanka. He gets, he gets to be there. Yeah, and like he was still like hardcore, like still... Going like going at it and doing. <laughs> they, always, they always did that spot. Does a war dance? It's I mean, no solid. Dude, this is screw it. This gives him an ends of fury. And Tatanka is fun. dead. But yeah, <laughs> like he was still. It, it it just it didn't seem like he had aged. Like he looked older, but he was still like doing the same moves he normally did. I seem to remember cool. that battle royal because it was just like, like people hadn't seen Tatanka in ages, and suddenly they went, "Oh, there he is." In the Battle Royal. Even the comic no explanation. Like, Wait, is that Tatanka? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Okay. Fine. It's breaking loose in Tulsa. Here we go. Incidentally, Whoa. Chris Chavis. He <laughs> oh, he almost didn't get over. Look, I almost died. I almost my poor Billy Gun out. Oh, if, you, if you tweeted Tatanka, he will retweet you. Oh, that's cool. Oh, he's he's, he's oh. him and him and Mara Ronaldo are white hot on retweets. Oh yeah, M Mara was very awesome. Austin tweeted him up after he saw he he um I, I think it was I think it was like one of his first NXTs he's con he, NXT takeovers he commentated and um, Austin tweeted at him saying it was absolutely incredible and. Uh, he's one of the. He's now one of the reasons why he wanted to be a WWE commentator, mm -hmm. and he retweeted that, and then also said like, "Keep going at your dreams. I believe you can make it," and all this stuff. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mars is a very encouraging guy and very nice guy too. So far, every commentator we've met has given Austin, uh, pretty much like. Saying like you can do this as a job, like you're really good. Is Austin keen to Kevin do that Kelly. Then, as a as a thing? That that's Austin's dream job. Is this, uh, this is for, if you're listening, this is so we we do a little bit a bit of admin here. So this is Austin Summerwitz who joined us last week on the Cultonic Classic War Review. Um, I didn't realize that because because that's something I do in the UK. He's an idiot. I told him to talk to you. 
It's safe. We can still talk. <laughs> yeah, Tom's not like Brock Lesnar. He won't see him for three months after yeah, this. Yeah, Austin's, Austin's dream is uh, – he, 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 it was for a while to be a WWE commentator. Now he's really just like, I'd love to be a commentator of any company. Oh, well, I'd, I'd love to talk to him and hear some of his stuff and – That'd be, that'd be incredible. Absolutely, man. Yeah, like, Ke- a... he called a match with Kevin Kelly, and Kevin Kelly told him, like, listen, man, you can do this. Wow, like... that, what, a, what, a, what an absolutely glowing resume that is for Kevin Kelly to say that. Yeah, and, and I think he's got some, I think he got, like, a recording of him calling a match, so he might still have that. I'd have to, I'd have to check with him. We'll talk about it, but right now, I can tell Justin is chomping at the bit. To talk about the <laughs> hero Carter. of the Lex Why Express. Is he, is he like the bus driver? He yes, is, he is the bus driver. In the same way that Becky Lynch is the man. He and he's also wearing driver, an American driver. flag shirt. He drinks and he cusses and stinks up the buses. Hail to the bus driver. But anyway, <laughs> Hank Carter here. Couldn't even get into the building tonight. He has to watch the bus. <laughs> someone's got to watch. Because the moment they leave that bus, someone's going to burst the tires and put it over. you got to watch out. He turned around People, can hotwire. People can hotwire in Detroit. you got to watch out. I'd like to point out that, um, is it Hank, isn't it? It's Hank. Yes. <laughs> Hank, who has been physically driving the Lex Express, is mm-hmm. happier <laughs> to be a part of this than Lex. <laughs> Who was simply riding in the Lex Express? Hank should have the work. Who the hell is this guy? And, I don't and know. The, and the guy with the bandana, who the hell's he? <laughs> his bandana matches his top, that's really good. It's Bruce Blur. <laughs> I love America. Hey, hey, it's one of your statesmen there, Sid. That's one of your mm. people. Yeah, yeah. My mum went to Sears and made me a bedspread, sheets and a pillowcase. <laughs> made me an outfit. Luga. Luga. <laughs> <laughs> These are your people, Vince. This is all your fault. <laughs> yes. You can see he sees like, maybe I've made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> We're like five minutes away from the main event. And it's like, maybe, I've, maybe Luca's not the guy. <laughs> Why the hell can Why the hell can Brett be born in Arkansas? This is so much easier. Now he's gonna be born in Calgary. Vince looks nervous tonight. He does. Tom, stand up. Thanks for the reminder that we're in the palace. It's my anthem, mate. I I'm good. really wouldn't have remembered. Not only am I not standing up, I'm taking a knee. All right, all right, Kaepernick. <laughs> Topical. Con Kaepernick's Yokozuna fan. Oh, so you hit the Japanese, Tom. I, I get it now. <laughs> Please rise for... Hey, it's I Sato over so... there. I feel oh, so Sato. bad for actual, actual Japanese people while these Americans are all booing your country. Yeah, like Yokozuna. Oh, God, please, no. Shush. It could be worse. It could be Joe Fowler singing. I just, I find it so funny that whenever there's an, in, there's someone singing the 
American national anthem, it's always someone who's really famous or really beautiful and has a fantastic voice, and then they just don't care about any any other country. Of course not. Why would they? Hey, the, hey, the Russians had Nikolai. The I whole point is right, they want to but... generate they want to generate heat, and also like, tell me a Japanese dignitary that would that would that would accept the invite to come to America, sing their country's anthem, and get booed. Good point. Very good Nakamura. point. Would Nakamura do it? Well, now he would. Nakamura would sing his own anthem. He would just sing the. He'd sing his theme song. <laughs> Juanita Strauss and Andrew plays guitar. That would rock, yeah. actually. <laughs> Not Adrian Neville. Aaron Neville. Neville? Yes, Neville's here. Technically. I'm the king of the cruiserweights, and you are a little slug. Oh, man. Oh, Savage is, is going to Very American. <laughs> oh, this he looks like a country singer. Yeah, that, he really that, does. That's Aaron Neville. Uh, he's he looks like he's written songs like "Take Your Tongue Out of My Mouth" because I'm kissing you goodbye, and she got the gold mine and I got the shaft. <laughs> I love my pickup truck in America, like those big hits from his first. I can album. probably tell you at least two of those are real songs. <laughs> You're the reason our kids are ugly. That's another one of my favorite country songs. <laughs> That's a real song. <laughs> that's, so, that's such a funny You're the reason our kids are ugly. Hey, darling. <laughs> I believe it's a real song, but it just kills me that someone would make a song there. <laughs> Savage, you missed the bow tie. Classy. He really does. <laughs> I think Adrian that Nellis kid looks so enthralled. Savage coming out to Land of Hope and Glory that was written in the UK. <laughs> That's pompous circumstance, get it right. By Edward Elgar. <laughs> I, I, I was born in that his home pump. city. Mm-hmm. There's a big statue <laughs> of him near where I live. It is pompous circumstance because I remember walking to this for graduation. Same here. Oh, I cannot tell you how much Austin hates that song now because he was in band and he had to play it for every every graduating class. Well, that's what he gets, okay? <laughs> Can you imagine if Savage sang the Japanese National Anthem? I'd love that. Same. That would make my night. Tommy, Can he even bear see from... out of those? Yes. No, I don't know. <laughs> It looks like he like, cracked his glasses on the way down, and he's like, well, I got to keep going. <laughs> and their son, Adrian. Superstar! <laughs> <laughs> he's married Catherine Gallagher. Superstar! What's that spot above his head? I don't know. Has it been checked? I think it should be checked. I'll check Wikipedia. Hold on. Just Is he alright? I, I think he's still with us. Hold oh, on. That's alright then. Sorry, I've got my hand on my heart and everything. Hang on. 
I'm googling Eric Neville's spot. God bless. I don't know. There is a YouTube video called. There is a YouTube video called "What's That Thing on Aaron Neville's Head?" Is it a double video? Because that might give it away. Um, I'm not sure what the. I don't think it's gonna be very informative. It appears to be a comedy video. He's doing a great job singing, though. Is Randy Savage crying? Are you kidding me? Or is it just hollow? <clears throat> I don't know, the video doesn't say if he's crying or not. Well, well done, Neville. You were brilliant, mate. <laughs> I've said that a lot in his career. Absolutely. <laughs> with uh, Alton Aries and Sami Zayn. Oh, my God. I was so scared I was going to snort because I can't stop laughing. It's okay. He can't hear you. This is 25 years ago. I know, but it's still super disrespectful just to snort in the middle of the freaking national anthem. Oh yeah, because nothing we were doing was disrespectful just now. We weren't doing nothing. We were just having. A chat. They were whispering. It's okay. I would have been very loud. We didn't do that. Tommy Rick. <laughs> oh, here he I comes. I'm going. To, I'm going to re-listen to that part. Probably 500 times and just die of laughter. <laughs> oh, that's part of it. I don't know. Let me Tommy. look. Tommy, do you think that you, you think that Jim Cornette has a spot on his neck just like the ones on Neville's head? If he does, I'd get it checked. Yeah, it could be anything. You never know. That's not nice. Yokozuna is wearing a slimming black tonight. <laughs> Yokozuna looks like he's ready to perform on 205 Live. <laughs> That's what Black yeah, Speaking does. of weight loss, did you, see, did, you see, did you see Mark Henry at the chamber last night? I he looks like know. half of Mark Henry. He looks like half of Mark Henry. I saw he lost loads of weight. I, <laughs> I saw someone put on Twitter like, so who's going to be the one to tell Mark Henry he can't wear tie-dye? <laughs> oh. My cousin can wear whatever the hell he wants to wear. That is true. He's your cousin. Tom, you recognize the Japanese flag bearer over there? Um, let me have a look. Well, that is Sada from the Orient Express. Is it? Yes, oh, it is. Oh, wonderful. I'm glad he's getting a paycheck. Akio Sato. <laughs> And do you recognize the, the women tending to Yokozuna? They are the jumping bomb angels. No, no, they are not. No, they're not. They're not. Apparently, they were the first WWF women's tag team champions. No, they weren't. I it only was saw Bailey and that 4,000 no, times no, last no, night. No, 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 no. It was it's Bailey and Sasha. They were the first ones. They said exactly. so. Exactly. Here's Samoa Rodney. Samoa Rodney. <laughs> Yoko's gonna kill you. If Lex doesn't come out now, that makes it Yoko Savage, and that's all right. I'd be okay with that. The hype. For a second, I thought he was bowing to the turnbuckle. <laughs> he, 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 he worships the turnbuckles, so he doesn't have to he, climb. He's them. just paying respect to the ring. He, he pours a 40 out every time George Steele eats one. 
he greets the ring the same way that Marie Kondo greets the house. And how is that? With the bell? Am I the only one that's watching Tidying Up with Marie Kondo on Netflix? What in the hell are you talking about? It's a Netflix program, so Marie Kondo. You've not okay, seen it. The zen art of tidying your house. It's wonderful. I watch all Coliseum videotapes. What the hell do I know? <laughs> that's very true. Here we go, here's so, the hero. Oh, the so the crowd's going nuts. Let's see Lex's face. That is the most fake smile I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. That is a man who has been on a bus for weeks. Mm -hmm. Look at him, he's like, oh, I'm exhausted. Oh, meeting these people, being nice to humans. Oh, can I be a baddie <laughs> yet? I would laugh right there if Luger had pointed to his own eyebrows and he got something right here. <laughs> At that off. point, I would, I would have said that to put the belt on for the next five years. He's my favorite wrestler in the world. That's what well, we need, an insensitive babyface champion. What I would say is that this is so heavily manufactured. But it looks great. <laughs> oh, it does. It's... You know what? You can't I mean... you can't paint a better first chapter than a whole crowd cheering, wearing, waving American flags, Luger. Like mm. that's the best you can do. That is genuinely a ten out of ten for effort. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would. Can you imagine though? Like if, if interest in this was like was like so low to like two weeks before the show, Vince says, "Okay, here's our plan." We're gonna make you guys an Iraqi now. <laughs> it, it, it worked with Slaughter. It'll work with him. Japanese Iraqi sympathizer from Samoa. Yes, it's like oh, well, we hate them all. He is every country America hates. So here we go. This is it. This is mate. This is this is weeks of build. This is exciting. This is build. Like I feel like yeah, this... I feel like a big part of my life over the last few months has been side by side with the the arrival of Mister America Lex Luger. Tom, who knows how much he weighs? Good. Thank you for letting me know, Vince. Well, I mean, what? I guess there's no truck stop skills in the area they could use to accurately weigh Mr. Zuna. Doesn't matter how much you weigh, it's how beautiful you feel in your skin. He's a sexy man. He is a sexy boy. Yes, he is. Oh, sneaky Japanese. Sneaky Japanese Mr. Fuji. I'm coming in the ring. Sneaky Japanese, man. <laughs> I'm so sneaky. You know Fuji's best rib ever was? Go on. The finish of this match. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was wrestling's greatest rib ever. Oh, that's one of them. It was a trolling so great they could have done it in Saudi Arabia. No... If Lex had won with the brogue kick in 18 seconds, that would have been the greatest rib ever. Oh, my God. No, no. If Yoko had won with the brogue kick, well, that would have been the end of Lex. No, if if Luger had rolled out of the ring, twinged bottom. his knee, 
and Shane McMahon had come in and won the title. That would have been the greatest <laughs> rib ever. Poor bottom. <laughs> Shane rides on top of the bus because he's extreme. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're, you're right, Sid. I do believe that Yoko may have burst his ass on that drop. <laughs> yes. Oh, he fell. Oh, he's that was that was such a an anticlimactic first fall. That was a weeble, non-committed wobble. It was. It was just I lost my balance. Okay, bye. Stupid thumbtack on the mat, and he just falls. I think the world missed out on having a a Lex Express uh, Rusev Tank um it's like sumo match. I would have. I think they missed the trick in riding the Lex Express into the venue. They should have done that. They should have rode it into the venue. That would have been incredible. The palace is small. Oh, they, is there no way you could have like opened up the it, like a service entrance and? It possibly could, but as far as I've seen from that arena, it's it's not very big. It's like a medium-sized arena, not big enough to have something that big happen. But would it not have made the bus look even better? If, oh, like, the for bus sure. Was, like dwarfing. I, the I totally arena? understand what you're saying. I just don't think it would have been legitimately possible. No. Would have been perfect though. Oh, he's getting fired up, Luger. Luger looks like he's having a good time. Mm hmm. He's half smiling. The great irony of Lex Luger is that he teamed up as a tag team with Sting. Mm -hmm. And he, yeah, it's Luger that looks like the singer. Sting. Why would you do that? You just shoved the ref. <sighs> Boo! Well, he said something bad. He said something bad about war bonds. So they were worthless. <laughs> he finds out that he finds out that the. Uh... The ref is actually from uh, from Toronto. <laughs> Get out of here! Get me your American ref. Uh. Luger, Luger shoved the ref at the end of that body slam challenge. That always made me laugh. Luger, the new great red, white, and blue hope. Yeah, oh, sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Fuji. He's so sneaky. So sneaky. Oh. You missed. Oh. Your sneakiness did not pay off. Minus ten. Minus 10. <laughs> he, he tried sneaky. Out... It wasn't very effective. <laughs> he literally should have had Zeb culture to counter them. <laughs> that He was sneaky. Yes, he was devious. Oh, it looks like he can't body slam him. I guess he had too much rice this time. Too... Yeah, he's, he's, the... he's bulked up again. He was in the bus for too long. Luger. <laughs> it's, it's after slamming abilities. He was just on the bus, just necking Iker, bro, for most of it. <laughs> it's great how the champion is someone, is someone who would never use Iker Pro ever, and he's the champion. <laughs> and he'd be like oh, all these strong guys in the room. He'd use it. But the, but the video would be just him sat on a sofa, <laughs> just drinking it. Eating Christmas. Out of the tub. You've got to want it. <laughs> He's the Mouth, champion. Just powder <laughs> running down his face. Why <laughs> <laughs> covered in powder? Oh, I, I'm a professional wrestler in the early 90s. You know what, you know what trick they missed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, you just got that. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I think I killed Tom. <coughs> and I was gonna say, it'd be funny if to counter the to counter the the evil dust that Mr. Fuji's throwing, Luger's just got like piles of Icapro. He's just hoying at Yokozuna's face. <laughs> it's, it's my Popeye's can of spinach. Oh, what if, what if in a sneaky move, Macho Man runs out, goes over to Fuji's bucket, fills it full of Icapro. So then when Fuji throws it at Luger, he eats it and he gets stronger. <laughs> and then loses. <laughs> Turns out you haven't got to want it. Oh, Yoko's having a sit down. See, he looks cream crackered already. <laughs> this has been like three minutes. <laughs> He's knackered. About that. <laughs> He's just dead. Was this match no DQ? No. Sneaky then corner. why do was he able? Oh well, he didn't hit him with the chair, I guess. Well, he 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 choked him with something at ringside, so he was getting kicked out of the Nexus tomorrow. Yeah, seems like it. Double He's gonna get fired and then Yoko rehired the a year later. Yeah. Yes, Yoko does the. It's the Yoko yes movement. <laughs> he just gets a ton of fat people in the ring for him. Oh my god, that would be <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Yeah. He's fallen asleep. And somehow he's a vegan. <laughs> what? It looks like he's presenting himself. What are you doing? Love me, Luger. <laughs> there he goes. Down he goes. The pop he gets this is every not time terrible... he knocks down Yoko is worth it. Well, Yoko's a great heel. It just This could have been like um, Barry Harvard's in there with Yoko. I mean, knocking down, he would have gotten a huge pop. But you can tell getting up just tires out Yokozuna because he's a big lad at this point. He's very oh, sure. winded. Yes, he's got to uh, pace himself. It's like, it's like, damn, I'm out of moves. That's all me things. Just hit him with a the forearm, hit him again with a forearm, run around a bit. I'll do another forearm one. That'll do it. Here we go. <laughs> No. Vince five... keeps going one, two, three. Nope. <laughs> five minutes. Five minutes later. Well, I can do a shooting star press. How about that? <laughs> I can do a Shane McMahon transition move. What are the odds? <laughs> oh yes, it. Uh, Vince tends to overcount in this era. From ninety-three to ninety-five, he would overcount everything. That's incredible. It's a lockup. It almost seems like he just wants the match to be over. <laughs> One, two, three. Nope. He's, no, just, he's just like, trying he's to stay on the drama. For it to be done. Mm. Like, this, this Les Lex Express has been an expensive nightmare. Oh, it's a bucket. Hi. Grab what that bucket. Throw. Oh, no. Death by bucket. I'm Mr. Bucket. bucket. Eat him, Mr. Bucket. <laughs> I'm Mr. Bucket. Put your balls in my oh, top. Those were the words. Stop it. Yeah. I know it was. <laughs> Oh, Yoko Put sat down. I remember it. Oh no, wasn't Never it? Put... Didn't he? Don't you put the balls in his mouth? Yeah, I think mouth. 
Yeah, that's that was what went. made it so stupid. It, <laughs> like, very badly worded. <laughs> imagine being the jingle writer that came up with the song. Imagine, imagine being the guy that sang it. It was catchy. <laughs> it was. He looks at the lyrics, he's like, you're not making me say this. <laughs> Here's the paycheck. No, no. Oh, I'll sing okay, it. Was... Actually, writing that song was, was Fuji's best rib ever. <laughs> Oh, Yoko is a sweaty boy at this point. This is a lot of movement for a big lad. Vince likes bigs. Never mind. <laughs> Honestly, Lex is really sweaty too. <laughs> yeah. Both oh, men listening in the SummerSlam <laughs> main event. It's like gray, it's like grazed chicken cutlets. <laughs> glazed, not grazed. That's different. Glazed. Guys, I think it may have stayed on that bus a bit too long. <laughs> what will happen to the bus now? Um, that's a, that's a damn good bus, question. The bus driver's like sat in the bus, knowing that basically tonight is his last night of employment. Do they future endeavor the bus driver? They'll have to, unless like no 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 other wrestler has had a bus. Oh, the DS Express. That was the bus. He just there. drives. He just drives the bus bus to a junkyard, puts it right on the thing, and then goes over and says, "All right, you can do it now." And just watches and cries while the 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 bus gets crunched into a little piece. Just one single right, Hank, tear this... falls down his face. <laughs> All right, Hank, you're one tear falls. Whilst we whilst Enya someone... plays. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hank, here's our proposal. We need we need a second doink. <laughs> Can you put on grease paint? <laughs> Can do. <laughs> Could I? <laughs> Hank's favorite catchphrase. Could I? <laughs> God bless Hank, the real American hero in this endeavor. Yes. Him and Aaron Neville. I'm sorry, otherwise. <laughs> I want to make a spot fest shook, but that's awful. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> old, old big spot Aaron Neville. Bless his face. Yes, literally. It might be a really touchy point. Like Maybe no one's hell. allowed to ask him about it. Oh, yeah, maybe. That's quite a nice back suplex. I feel like yeah, I should was a... at least call some wrestling before we finish. So How there was is a Jim Cornette sweating? You've just been standing there. Oh, Cornette is that a sweaty boy, him. though. Yeah, he's a. Uh, I mean, he's moving around a lot. He's getting, he's getting excited. He's getting into the match. Mm. It's August. There's very a lot, very a lot of bright lights as well. I like We're to think pink. some people in the crowd are waving the American flag to, to. Uh, to like celebrate the country and like cheer for Lex, and some of them are just waving it on themselves. Just to keep the fans. That cool. palace can get hot. <laughs> Maybe that was their plan. Uh, the, uh, the old neck massage. <laughs> He's like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take out these knots. You got a lot of knots right here. <laughs> See, I mean, your shoulders are looser. You can see where clothesline is less mechanical. There you go, Lex. Do we do we watch OSW what review here? What is that here? face? <laughs> mm. 
Don't make fun of his face after I made fun of Aaron Neville's face, of course. That's me, Mr. Consistent. OSW Review uh, will no doubt be watching this pay-per-view at some point. Uh, this is a, 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 a lock, like a, a rest hold that's gone magma. By virtue of Yoko <laughs> holding his own hand, he's making it stronger. Yes. <laughs> it's he's gone magma. like Spinal Tap. <laughs> <laughs> What are they doing now? He's just standing. What are you doing? It's he's like you're talking to him. <laughs> he's basically got him locked down. And it's that little bit of skin by the collarbone. If you push down on it enough, it just really, it's really annoying. And you don't want to do anything. He's like, ow, ow. Can you please stop? Yeah, no, it's just come like, on. Oh, come on. It's not even hurting, mate. It's just annoying. This isn't funny no, anymore, Yoko. I mean, I'm gonna tell mom. <laughs> well, see, no, it is very effective because what Yoko's done by applying that nerve hold is he's keeping Luger in place so he can tell him how the rest of the match is gonna go. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. <laughs> With the hair down, he looks like a giant Roman. Green, that is not, not, not like a, like, a, like an emperor or a Roman reigns. Thank you very much. <laughs> Romo Zuna. <laughs> Believe that, Banzai. Well, bear in mind that Roman is currently in like rehabilitation time, so he's just he might just be just sat at home getting fat. Oh, it's... which he's allowed That's to not do. True. He appeared on a, he he appeared just... on a, he appeared on a Nickelodeon show, and he yeah. still looks like in dang good shape. Oh, good yeah, for him. yeah, yeah. Roman's a pretty strong boy. And no joke, his whole point was he was a he was someone who cared very much about his garden, so he was telling people to stay off his yard. <laughs> Not even joking there. I think he's got the yard thing from the Undertaker, but I think he's missed the point slightly. <laughs> Just a little. Oh, he's gonna hit God again. He's gonna kill the locust with a Superman punch. All right, Luger, this is your big moment. Come on, Lex. For this America. is it. This is the night. This is this is the American dream. Mama's apple pie. Come on now. Uh. Oh, maybe not. Maybe he was just he, he waited too long. We're not gonna get the Lex. Mo oh wait, maybe. Yeah. Maybe the match is gonna start now. <laughs> Maybe the match is going to start now. <laughs> it's going to start now. <laughs> That's your cue. Okay, there's the elbow. Here he comes. He just, like, totally slapped Link. Yoko like, is cream-crackered. Like... He is, like, leaning on the ropes just to stay <laughs> vaguely upright. It's like when George Former would stand between rounds of a boxing match. That's it. He did, like, the thing that you would do to, like... A cat that was getting up on the table, or a dog that that was just about to like eat your food. It's like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> that is the as an app comparison. <laughs> oh no! And that is all the cardio Yoko's going to do tonight. <laughs> oh, and body there slam. we go. Good God, I'm out of here, body slam. Okay, you did not even hit him. Get oh, down, whatever. cheeky Fuji. 
Here comes Lex. About to become oh, the boy. <gasps> he, he exposed the forearm. Oh, no. He's exposed the forearm. That's Noi boy. Oh, my God. And out he flops. Well, one Lex, roll back in the ring. You got to win the title, right? You now, the belt, yeah, you Lex, rolling back, back in. Yeah, come on, belt. buddy. Come on. Break the count. Do, do, Go. You, you absolute moron. <laughs> Just okay. Now break the count. Uh, Roll out. Go, you go. It's it's at eight. You idiot. might want to get him in. Absolute and good job. <laughs> Absolute moron. What, what a hero. What a complete moron. He's our point. American hero. Let's celebrate. Absolute bellend. What were you thinking? At this point, Vince Man should have got up and yelled, "The aristocrats." <laughs> Yeah, Macho, go celebrate with him the fact we, that he doesn't have doing? the belt. What are we doing? Why are we Yay! happy with why are we happy with this? This is terrible. Why are we <laughs> Am I drunk? Why are we happy with this? <laughs> well no, yeah. well no, both are Well both could be true, Tom. You could be drunk why and is, could be stupid. Why is everyone happy? <laughs> Everyone, let's celebrate our American hero who is not the champion. Nothing's changed. <laughs> well, Tom, well, Tom, it's just like when the Americans beat the British in the Revolution by count out. This <laughs> is like a tribute to that. This is so funny. Like all this woo yay and hoopla, because he won by count out. What is this? We avenge Nathan. Who's we avenge Nathan Hale. We won by count out. There's the confetti. Whose idea was this? Who went? Do you know what? This is guy. We're going to end it. Like people are leaving. <laughs> people are leaving. Yes, they are. They're like he lost, so away we go. <laughs> Fucking balloons! Look at all the balloons! Having a laugh. America. Are you having a bubble bath? <laughs> this is absolute bad. Hey, Chief J Strongbow. Did you see Chief J Strongbow just then? <laughs> yes. He wanted some balloons. Oh my god, this is so funny. Like, he didn't even win. What are we doing, lads? Yay, I'm a winner. <laughs> Everyone tells him you're a winner. I'm parties. a winner. I'm expecting a banner to flop down that just says, You tried. No, mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. <laughs> more balloons! Of course, more. Geez, imagine if he'd won the belt. Jesus Christ. We'd all be dead with oh, yeah, balloon I'll... consumption. It's more like suffocation. And oh, now the biggest video at the end. He didn't win. Runaway train, <laughs> never come back. And the express catches fire. <laughs> Is that the bus driver leaving? Is that the bus driver leaving? Like. like it's a free frame. Let's look Please at the drive off into the sunset. The bus driver now lives on the moon. He's so he ashamed. won by count out. He doesn't get the belt. <laughs> this child stopped believing in Lex three days later. <laughs> and took on a life of crime. This man left the army. And took on a life of crime. This man came back to life. And then died again. And then took on a life of crime. What? These are all these men. Do you know what all these men have in common? None of them won by count out. Exactly. Christ, this is ridiculous. 
even, like, even the... Look, there's a body slam! He didn't push the ref moment. He didn't win There the was belt. your push the ref moment. Cross. <laughs> <laughs> along. Right by. Uh, uh, I'm a poor man's John Mellencamp. <laughs> and la 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 la. My belt count is zero. <laughs> My belt count is zero. <laughs> Everyone tells me I won. Run away, push, never come back. I get it. I get it now. In a minute, in a minute, Luger's going to wake up on the bus. <laughs> this has all been a dream. I, I had a horrible nightmare that everyone was cheering. And it was like I won, but I won by count out. And the bell. And Tiziasi didn't take the reason that's correctly. I dreamed that Fuller busted his leg and... This is I dreamed incredible. that Doink wrestled Brett for some reason. I dreamed that Fred Ottman fell in WCW while wearing a, a Stormtrooper helmet. What is going on? I, I, I dreamed that I dreamed that Mr. Perfect and Sean's match was like super okay. Like, what? That can't be true. <laughs> That's the bit I believe the least. <laughs> Jeez. I gotta, like, I gotta say, if... thank you guys so much for inviting me because this was an absolute blast. Imagine <laughs> if Hogan had clotheslined the Iron Sheik out of the ring, <laughs> beat Sheik by countout, and then was backstage with champagne going, I beat him, brother! It wouldn't happen! Daniel Bryan, imagine WrestleMania 30, Daniel Bryan beating... Orton and Batista by count out, and then everyone in the crowd going, Yes, yes. <laughs> it wouldn't happen. Luger lost. I think it's mad at the balloons for not being vegan friendly. <laughs> this is incredible. This is absolutely incredible. This is just. I mean, the only thing I can think of was this was the beginning of. A, a bigger idea. It, it was supposed to be, yes. Where, like, okay, but... he's beaten by count out. Now he's going to beat him for the belt. What they should have done was dubbed in Johnny Cash's hurt for this. <laughs> <laughs> what they should have done is put the belt that. on Luca. <laughs> I would have loved that. I lost my push today because Vince is dumb. This is incredible. This Brett's like... gonna get it at Mania. <laughs> Yoko's still on the floor. <laughs> I had a New Year's Eve party that looked like this at the end. <laughs> Yoko's gonna lay on your floor at the end of it? I think that was me at the end of the New Year's party. <laughs> Someone's like, oh my god, who gave oh, them the freaking tequila? Gonna... Celebrating the locker naked. room. What is this? Tatanka has had a shower between coming <laughs> Wait, back is... and coming <laughs> He didn't wash his hair, obviously. This is this is so. Hang on, what's he saying? What is he saying? Oh my God, are you kidding? No, thank you. You're one by. <laughs> he should have said you're one by countout. Am I the only one asshole. here that has realised he's won by countout? <laughs> and they will go, oh, he's right. Oh. You're supposed to pin him, stupid. Or make him submit.
an America that wins by count out. How much more sense would all of this have made if he'd won the friggin' belt? Exactly. Belt over his shoulder, Ludwig Borger come out going, right, you're the back wall of America, now I'm having that. It would have made so much more sense. Oh, well, that was SummerSlam, kids. I can't get over... Like, that was... I, I knew that there was a celebration at the end, but I didn't think it was that bad. It was that OTT for a count-out. <laughs> That's blown my mind a bit, actually. I was told actually. about this. <laughs> I was told about this, so I could not wait. <laughs> they had everything except for Pyro, which would have pissed off the modern fans. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. So that was SummerSlam 1993. Overall, what did you guys think? You go first, Sydney. Okay. I'm still gathering um, my thoughts. <laughs> I I found the ending absolutely hilarious. I know a lot of people were mad in the moment, but I just find it so funny. Just mm-hmm. the fact that, yay, I won, but I don't have any, any belt. And then there's just that whole package that just it killed me. But like other than that, it was actually a really good show. Like I thought that I thought there were there were a few few duds of match like not really duds, but just like matches that could have been better. And then there were some that were just really, really good that I did not expect to be really, really good. Okay. And what was your favorite match of the night? If you had to pick one. Ah, oh, favorite match. I'm trying to remember them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's, you had Brett versus Lawler. You had the Heavenly Bodies and the Steiners. Uh, a kid in IRS. A really good six-man tag there toward the end. So he had some pretty good stuff on there. I think I'd give it a tie between Kid in IRS and uh, the Doink versus Brett, Jerry versus Brett. Okay. That's, that's... I thought those were both very good. That was a pretty solid call there. All right, Tommy, you had some time to gather your thoughts? Yeah, um, I think the, the weird bit for me at the end was, uh, Sid, you said, oh, people were mad. The weird bit for me was no one seemed mad. Like, everybody nope. seemed over the moon and really happy, like something great had happened. That was that was why I'm confused. Like, I feel like, I feel like I've woken up in this sort of weird parallel universe where... Where that was a good thing. I don't know. It's. I feel like I've woken up and and suddenly the Beatles music doesn't exist. And, <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh, but but gen, gen, generally, generally, uh, it was a good SummerSlam. I thought, you know what? If and we are trying to not be too hindsighty and trying to see this as it is in the moment. There is stuff that happens on this show that we build towards future shows, which I think is brilliant. Like the Brett and Jerry stuff still has a way to go, which is really exciting. There's some decent tag team matches thrown in there as well. And then again, treating this as watching it for the first time. It's a great chapter one for Lex Luger. It's like it, you, they really manufactured it and 10 on 10 for effort. And in your head, you're going, right now, Luger's going to win the belt. And that's what I'm thinking we should be thinking. But we obviously, we will see. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good SummerSlam. As someone that watched it live in 1993 when I was nine years old, my older brother, 
Um, I was still very markish at the time. I, I mean, I'm nine years old. I'm starting fourth grade like the week after this. I'm, I'm not, I'm not as up on you know like nuance and things like that at that, that point. But even my brother and I are kind of like, but he didn't win the belt. <laughs> We're just, we can at least process that much. It's like, why, why are they celebrating? He didn't get the belt. That was his one shot. He's blown it. No, no. This is the thing. The wording was, if he can't beat Yokozuna, he will never get another title shot. And, oh, and that was I'll... so. That's what I took away from it. So it's like he beat Yokozuna by count Tom. but he beat him. They held it to him after the fact because he didn't win the belt. That no more shots. Oh really? Oh, that's, I thought yes. that was kind of what they were insinuating the whole while. Well, you'd think that, but that that would have made a little bit more sense. But I'll I'll say this much without giving away too much of our future episodes of the show here. They did intend to go with Luger as champion eventually. But it did not come to pass. <laughs> things change, as Dave Meltzer would say. Uh, things change. Well, we will see as we go forward. So um, thank you very much to our guest, Sydney Summerwitz, for joining us and watching thank a show that was, that was on long before you were born. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. Like I said, this was a total blast. And I just enjoyed watching it with your guys' commentary over it. <laughs> well, we have our have our snarky opinions, but at heart we do enjoy old school WWE, even if it's not a great show. And I I did enjoy this show actually. It wasn't the best number thing ever, but it was by, by I got far from the worst. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it is in the company that you keep and, and I think if you've listened at home and you've enjoyed it and it's been an honor and a privilege. Um at S A Zuma four on yep. Twitter. Look at that. If you want to follow Sydney, <laughs> at JRH writing on Twitter. Um, what can you send Justin this week? Um, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. What can you say? Yeah, send Justin pictures of nothing. I'll let you decide how that works. Send Justin <laughs> pictures of nothing. Oh, good. They're going to send me screen caps of the finish of the show. <laughs> I've uh, seen I'm, it. I'm at Tom Campbell. We are at Cultaholic. Classic Raw review. He didn't win the belt. It was a count out. Why have I woken up in this weird world where that's all right? <laughs> Love you, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Mm-hmm.